quick note before we get started. Each of these episodes are pulled directly from our Twitch streams, so you may hear some random chimes from our alerts. If you'd like to watch this or any of our other campaigns live, you can do so on twitch.tv slash dumbstackcharisma. Dumpstack Charisma's Monday Night Star Wars RPG Hunt for the Ripper. I'm Paul, I'm your Galaxy Master. We'll be taking you through the adventure today of the illustrious Han Jovi as they do stuff and perhaps kill things. That's a word for us. Yeah. That is illustrious. Some things. Exactly. Uh, so, but before we get started, there's a couple really awesome announcements we get to make today. Uh, the first one is that uh, we have a great partnership going on right now with Dice Barn, a uh, place you can go for all your dice needs. Uh, they have some really great stuff right now, and also they've given us permission to give you a code, Dump Statue, to get expedited shipping. Not only is that great for you because it gets you your dice faster, it also supports us. Or dices mm-hmm. faster, dices, 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 dices. dices. all them dices. Because who has time to wait for a multiple day shipping? Exactly. Nobody. No, no, nobody. Two day shipping. Ain't nobody. So Expedited. again, dice bar, all your dice needs. Dump statue. That's dump stat with a C H A at the end. It's up there in the uh, top left. Yeah. Ooh. Fancy. Ooh, 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 ooh. Also, while you're there, go ahead and follow us on Twitter. Yep. Exactly. Yep. We're, we are dump statue as well. We put updates on our shows, and you can chat oh. with us and all that sort of stuff. Oh. Uh, another great company that we're also working with is Libris Arcana. They have sent us a great example of one of the things, one of the many things that they have, which is a really cool book cover. It's made of uh, a really fine material, very soft. You can store all sorts of stuff inside of it, um, and uh, we uh, we love it. And uh, you can use a code DUMPSTAT to uh, get 10% off of any purchases through them. One big thing that I was reminded of is that they do dice subscriptions, so if you're big on those, that's a great way to... Uh, mm-hmm. Stock up on dice. Build that cool. collection. And when you bring your core rule book to the D&D session, you got it wrapped. Mm-hmm. It looks all nice and everything. Got oh, all man. your stuff in there. People are going to be so jealous. It's, be so great. <laughs> it's what they call flexing. Mm-hmm. Flexing. It's flexing even the better D&D when it's the monster manual, so Ooh. your players know that you They know it means business. Mm-hmm. Yep. They're like... You well, can also wrap one in there. Without that tome of darkness. You can also use them so that your players don't have any idea which book you're grabbing and keep them on their toes. Oh, that's, yeah. so that's, that's a good cool. idea. Yeah, yeah it's that's not bad. Nice. And then I, like I don't know what book I'm grabbing, and I have to grab four books to figure out which one it is. Only if you're bad. You know, everyone or has their old. own problems. Yeah. <laughs> we all have to overcome certain challenges. So. Get them in different. Do they have we different colors? Also, I'm sure on they top do. of a oh, Twitter, also have a Discord, which we have a great community growing there. We're all there. We all talk. We all chat. We're there to answer questions, hang out. Um, we've got some great artists that share art um, periodically, 
Uh, it's really great to see. Uh, it's really great to support people. You can also post your own current projects that you're working on, be that art-related, be that cosplay-related, be that your own charities or your own shows. Everything is welcome as long as it is positive and you are uh, uh, ready to share it with the community at large. So I uh, hope to see you there, um, and uh, we'll uh, dive right in. So, first we'll go around the table and give a quick introduction of everybody that's going to be participating today. Hello! My name is Dylan. Uh, tonight I'm playing Cassius Telkontar, the Claudite Assassin. Uh, he's super dedicated, focused, absolute professional, cold-hearted, brutal some might say, but he doesn't let uh, things like his uh, emotional state or anger or pride get in the way of uh, getting a clean, clean contract completed. Mm-hmm. Hi, I'm Josh, playing Rio Sion, a Pantoran investigator, and if you don't know, a Pantoran is a blue humanoid that loves cold. Um, Rio is very much the antithesis of Cass, um, is very emotional and not calculated, shoots party members, um, and is now some sort of speaking box or just some sort of vessel for an unknown entity. Speaking box. I love it. Speaking box. No, I'm Rox is a speaking box. You're like... <laughs> for right now. Anyway. <laughs> uh, some <laughs> entity has uh, Your talk box come, too. come into uh, Rio's life, and now he's uh, he doesn't really know where that's going. And that's where we're at right now. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a good time. I'm playing Dradesh, who is apparently a very kind mercenary who does not require the people that he works for to pay him. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you don't need to get paid. He's a... What's that about? <laughs> you get, you uh, get paid as soon as we get paid, What's buddy. your name? Dradesh. No, 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 no. Your name. Your my name. name. You didn't get your name. What's your name? Oh, oh, oh okay. Uh, my name is, is Robbie Rob. <laughs> <laughs> Are you really tired of <laughs> I'm in a mood. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Robbie Rob and the Funky Bunch. Yep. We funky. Robbie Thunder coming at you. <laughs> the gunslinging Klaatuinian, which is like a dog person that drools and kicks ass. Mm-hmm. At the same time. All out of drool. <laughs> He's a badass clapper for sure. Mm-hmm. Good old clapper. You good? The best Dean dog ever. I'm just making sure. <laughs> we, gotta, we gotta be sure. <laughs> Hi, I'm Nick. I'm playing Sonata, a Kuzo uh, mid-range sniper support character. Um, Cuzo are tall, um, densely muscled. They don't have an exoskeleton, which was something that I thought they had at first, but they don't, which is unfortunate. They are green skin. You've been lying to us this entire time. Yeah, I was wrong. Um, And that's fine. That's a thing. You can have Um, a really, really dense, leathery skin that's kind of chitinous. Like, I'm fine with it. Yeah. He's got compound eyes, so nobody quite knows who he's looking at. Um, Just bug eyes all the time. Uses uh, slug throwers instead of blasters because sometimes you just need kinetic energy to hit something. Agreed. Hello, my name is Bjorn. I am playing Cleaver. He is a Wookiee. Started out his life as a pit fighter. Uh, Ended up kind of uh, slighting the person who was his financial backer. Then was on the run for a very long time. Uh, Joined an adventuring group. That group uh, ended up kind of falling apart for one reason or another. And now he has found his way to Han Jovi. And uh, through a long history of lots and lots and lots and lots of drugs, uh, a little bit of force powers, and uh, a lot of adventure and friendship, mostly friendship, uh, he recently had a giant metal monster burst out of his chest. And uh, you're all as confused as I am now. So welcome to my world. 
You forgot drugs. Oh, yeah. Uh, also, a little bit of drugs. drugs. Just a little bit. Just a couple of them. One whole drug. A wee little bit of drug. Well, this ragtag group of ass kickers, because Han Jovi <laughs> has mentioned, and uh, they've been uh, on a planet Imperia, which is a colony world for the corporate sector authority. They've been on the trail for a serial killer called the Imperia Ripper. They are uh, trying to track him down for a bounty um, because he killed their boss, or they killed their boss. Uh, and also, they uh, generally don't like the fact that they keep killing people, kind of. It's kind of a on the conscience, a little bit, maybe. Anyway, so they've been doing some side jobs, too, in order to keep up with the uh, expenditures of the uh, long journey that they've been on. One of the missions that was offered was to Rio, who uh, basically was told by Avidity, one of their uh, sort of bartender contacts, on the sly that uh, there was some people looking to get some help with the protection racket that used to be in place by a uh, ganger group called the Bayside Stalkers, which as you would imagine, works out of the Bayside, um, one of the uh, lower-class places that the party has frequented for missions and, and social stuff and all sorts of things like that. Uh, Bayside Stalkers have recently disappeared, which has left a power vacuum and other opportunistic gangs that come in and started to cause terror. Um, so these people are like, you know what? I didn't like paying a protection racket, but at least I was protected, so I kind of wanted to come back. So, Han Jovi went down to the Bayside, they did some investigation, found out that the stalkers had retreated into their last holdout, which was a junkyard off the coast. They uh, went in there, they had a bit of an interaction with the, the remnants of the Bayside stalkers, the ones who were still around. Um, uh, the condition of the rest of them has yet not yet been determined. Uh, however, they uh, sent Rio in as the spokesperson for Han Jovi, walked out onto the water, uh, as you do, spoke to the uh, possessed body of one of their former contacts, a Trandoshan by the name of Rox. It's kind of unpacking a lot here, sorry. <laughs> and uh, Rox seemed to be possessed by some entity that called itself the Depths and uh, d- took Rio on a magical journey of uh, visions of fire raining from the heavens and all sorts of stuff like that. Well, isn't this magical? (laughs) (laughs) Frightening? Frightening. Nauseating? Terrifying. The Tower of Terror. (laughs) Butt clenching? So, uh, the entity offered Rio a pact that uh, they would continue their protection racket and work to protect the people of Bayside as long as uh, Han Jovi pledged its help to the effort uh, and said that uh, a pact would be needed to seal the deal. Uh, Rio agreed, which immediately Rio was poked in the chest by some kind of weird glowy green tendril. Uh, And then the last thing he remembers is waking up on the beach while the party was being attacked by a bunch of killer droids uh, that they're not sure exactly where they came from, but they quickly dispatched after a pretty heated gunfight with the aid of the Bayside Stalkers. That's basically where we left off with the decision to head back to um, their main base of the Epsilon Agenda in order to discuss the events that have taken place. So we can either jump over to the Epsilon Agenda or you guys can start the drive down there. Um, I think we have somewhere that we have to go before we go to the Obsidian Agenda. We need to go back by and talk to the Butcher and let him know uh, what went down here as far as their agreement to protect Bayside 
with some supplemental assistance from us. Get this paid. Okay. We need to do that, then we need to hit the agenda. Be nice to get paid for one of these things one of these days. Right. It's been quite a while. It's one job. <laughs> we don't soon forget that sort of thing. Right. Drugs. Drugs. All right. So yeah, so we'll pack up and go. Going. So we skirt skirt up over to the, uh, the butcher. <clears throat> Before we leave, though, I would like to know um, if destroyer droid parts are in any way valuable. They are, um... <clears throat> given that it's sort of a rare thing. I would say that it's, like most droids salvage, um, you would need to do a, a mechanical check to see just how good a condition the parts were after it was below the fucking back. I'll do that. Uh, can I... This one no, I've got nothing in there. It's hard. I was going to say I could help, but I know nothing about that at all. Don't worry. I know nothing about that at all. Clearly, <laughs> I fail. So it is a smoldering piece of slag. You think you might be able to strip its base components, but it would only sell for whatever its base Fuck it, then. Yeah. <laughs> Not worth it. Yeah. Uh, Dradesh, last session, uh, turned it into a smoking donut, and so it's, uh, there's not much left of it. Fair enough. It's a great 90s band name. Smoking Donut. Great. We come up with a lot of band names on yeah, this show. We, yeah, we should write them down. So we'll like uh, bip off to the Carnivore's, carnivore's Carnival. Okay. There you go. I'm glad you guys remember that. <laughs> so the Carnivore's Carnival is a um, butcher shop that deals in all sorts of meat ranging from the mass-produced to the exotic. Uh, and it's run by a uh, Toydarian by the name of Mac. And uh, you guys make your way there. Uh, I assume you call a taxi or do you walk it? How, How far is the it? Walk? Uh, <laughs> the walk, walk like we will be already. about half hour. We're already in Bayside. Might yeah. as well walk it. I'm good with going I mean, for a walk. You would be the only person that would probably <laughs> object. I'm fine. So. I just can't jump. Okay. <laughs> You remind me of the beginning of Forrest Gump. So I guess we'll walk <laughs> to... Uh, <laughs> I, I imagine that there is some Star Wars equivalent to Forrest Gump, and you made reference to it. Yeah. We'll walk. Okay. So, um, as per usual, it's coming down pretty hard as far as the rain goes. You also uh, have the... Uh, coastal winds that are buffeting you, uh, which is not too unusual either. Um, it's not the most comfortable place to be out in the open, but uh, at this point you've been kind of sticking with the weather this far. Uh, it's not going to bring you down yet. So you make your way to Bayside. Um, you do remember that the last time you were here was during a pretty nasty storm, yep. uh, one that had uh, basically caused everyone to kind of recede back into their hidey holes. Uh, as you come back in, you kind of see the effects of that. You see some of the, uh, the the sheet metal has been torn away in some places. A lot of things that had like temporary tarps and stuff like that have either not been set back up yet or they're currently dismantled, um, kind of like either gunshot or some of these hasn't gotten to it yet. 
Uh, but you do see that activity has picked back up since the last time we were here. So there's shopkeeps out sometimes peddling their wares. Certain restaurants have opened their doors again, things like that. So there's um, a lower level of service, but there's service once again in the area. It's maybe really interesting. Cool. I imagine that this area of town has basically been super chaotic. Mm-hmm. In the past week, oh yeah. Given that we came through, eighty percent of it was us, <laughs> and killed <laughs> so very many gang members and local mercenaries that I'm sure there's just kind of a widespread power vacuum and a lot of shuffling around. A lot of that we totally guns didn't cause. And explosives. We ought to just and... like hang out in one of the bar in one of the bars or something and wait for people to come in and try to shake them down. Kill them, take their stuff, and then wait for the next gang to come in and shake them down. Kill them and take their stuff. Seems like it'd be effective, but it also seems like a lot of waiting. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah, I don't think that would pay very well. I mean, you're not wrong. So after uh, after that half hour time, you guys are able to make it up to that seaside shack of the uh, pub, and uh, you make your way in. Oh, wait, no, you're heading to the Carnivores Carnival. Never mind, I don't know why I said that. You make your way back down to the heart of Bayside, head up Main Street, and you stop off at the Carnivores Carnival. That's what we're doing. <laughs> yes. Yep. I'm going to go back to my over- overlook position in one building across the street. Okay. Shall we? I will stow my pistol, um, kind of comb back my hair so I look a little bit presentable, uh, try and work up a cheery disposition stand up straight and kind of put a smile on my face and pull out a data pad. Ready? After you, sir. All right. God, that's weird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is... <laughs> no. <laughs> you know he's killed somebody in this right. place before. <laughs> somebody? <laughs> so. We walk in. Mm-hmm. Door opens for you. Uh, you see... Uh, uh, nobody currently at the front counter and you hear the rhythmic thwack whack of what you can only assume is a meat cleaver uh, in the back room. Uh, and uh, after you walk in, there's about a second and a half of delay before there's a ding-dong or like someone walked through the door. Yep. Classic, you know, mom-and-pop shop. And you hear, hold on, hold on, I'll be right there! Eh, no rush. Is that you? Yes. And then you see this Toydarian buzz oh, out no. of the back room, kind of come around the corner. It's a different he, guy! He, uh, he like, he's like, hey! hey! He just, like, chucks the cleaver behind him, and it just kind of spins and just stabs into the counter behind him. You're back! Yeah. Good news. I was hoping you were you would say that. So did they, they. They have agreed to come back. They did! With oh. a little bit of help from us. Oh, but, well, of course. But they've come, they're, they're ready to come back. It's going to be a little bit, it's going to be a little slower, but we're going to assist them in getting back their foothold. I'm the first person to say that I fucking hate protection rackets, but people coming in here, kicking shit over on the floor, stamping on my meat, no, no. Can't have anybody stamp on your meat. Can't have that anymore. So... Not in this final establishment. I'm going to do a quick, uh, make a couple quick phone calls, and then I'll get you you guys' credits. Fantastic. Uh, so please, uh, make yourself... Oh, oh, here, here. Uh, have some have some Nerf jerky. It's, it's fresh. You can have not in there. You can have some. Yeah, I'm outside. Help yourself. It's over here on the uh, counter. Thank you. <laughs> He's going to buzz back into the room. <laughs> <laughs> That's a taste like. It's actually not bad. 
so Nerf is one of the most widely. It's basically uh, Star Trek beef. Uh, it Star is Wars beef? Star Wars beef. It's ooh, one of the Star Wars. Does that count? Do we get a Destiny nope. point? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> you call the game by the wrong name. You you lose one for beat on. Uh, for the for the lose a dark side point completely. Yeah, when I, when I said so Clutchwinian, I meant Klingon. <laughs> <laughs> We've actually been playing Star Trek uh, so, this whole time. So uh, it's actually really good. It's seasoned very mildly, uh, but it's uh, got a nice pepper finish to it. Um, Are there any uh, plastic bags around, I assume? Not like uh, for... I'm looking for like a turkey bag, like just something that's like open ended, like well, I can just meat bags. Yeah, just meat bags, you know. Just, um, just on the counter, you probably see some. They're probably not for like people to like take, but like you could reach across. Yeah, I'm going to reach one. across and grab one, mm-hmm. and I'm going to put like half of it in this bag. Okay, gotcha. That's a that's a generous serving of jerky. <laughs> yeah. uh, so uh, after about a minute and a half, uh, you uh, you hear like a yeah. Woo! He, like, buzzes back out here, kind of bobbing in the air again. And he's like, all right, checks out. You guys are good to go, and here you are. Fantastic. I will, uh, who are you? Who am I? Yeah, like, if I need to get you again in the future. You can look for Han Jovi. Han Jovi it is. Thank you so much. And, uh, hopefully between you and the, uh, stalkers, we'll get this place whipped up. Perfect. Is there anything else that we can assist you with? No, unless you want to buy some meat. Uh, maybe next time. All right. Have a wonderful day. You too, Han Jovi. Come on. Let's go. I'm going to walk out. Mm-hmm. How much we get paid? 2500 Woo! Not bad. Well, how'd it go? 2500 Sound good? Sound no, really but we'll good. take it. I mean... <laughs> It's not zero. That's true. Right. As a note, it was more than promised. Even better. That works for me. I don't know how much was promised in character or out of character. Two thousand. Yeah. Five hundred ahead. Five hundred. Noise. Five cover. All right. All right. I guess we'll head back to the agenda. That is a significantly further distance. Yes. We're going to call a taxi. Or should we... Should we figure out what this cat wants? The cat wants us to go the other direction from the agenda to meet up with its master. Right. Yeah. Is that something we want to do right now? We have to go past the agenda for that. Is there something we need at the agenda? No. (laughs) So I guess we could go by it and just see... School. I get tired too. What the? Uh... I mean, we could touch base and let uh, let them know we completed this mission and see if there's something quick and on the way. I assume that's what the phone call was. I mean, it could have been. I just hit him on the communicator. I can do that. Well, why don't we just follow the cat? All right, yeah. we'll see how it goes. Okay, so you guys fly down a taxi, and uh, the uh, person asks you where you want to go. <laughs> Follow the cat. <laughs> Start to the agenda. All right, sounds good. 
About uh, 25 minutes later, you guys are at the agenda. Pulls out in front and asks for 20 credits. I will give him 20 credits. Cat. We're now at the We're already end. here. You might as well pop in. We'll wait here. I'm going <laughs> to head in and find... Uh, oh, Christ, this fucking name escapes me. Gitska. Gitska. Okay. So you walk in. Uh, you do your standard uh, check-in at the door. Door swings open. Um, you walk in, and it's about early afternoon at this point, because mm-hmm. you guys left in the morning to go take care of this. Um, it is not uh, It is not yet hopping. Uh, that happens usually towards the evening part. Uh, as you make your way in, you see kind of an unusual sight in the fact that at the front counter is uh, Lamaniqua. Gesundheit. Limoncello? Which you've never seen a working the front, uh, the front counter before. Lamaniqua, for those who don't know, is a regular uh, server at the Tanina Agenda. She is a uh, white-fleshed um, nautilin, I believe is what they're called, which are the ones with all the tentacles for the hair and the big, wide, sort of like doughy um, black eyes. Mm. And her and fur are friends. Yes, that's correct. I wasn't going to say it. <laughs> the friends. Friends. <laughs> close is, friends. It is very rare very that you see friends. neither Avidity nor Giska <laughs> at the front counter. It is always one of them. When I kind of like walk over. Hi, hon. What can I get for you? Uh, gets good square bucks. Um, he's out on an errand right now. Right. Okay. That's right, good. No, I think we're good then. <laughs> okay. Gotcha. Did you have anything in, in, important that I can leave a message for? No, nah, we'll get in touch with him. Did you get a promotion? Did you walk in? Yeah. Uh, no, uh, um, I'm just uh, holding down the fort until until Kiss and Vinny get back. They both left? Yeah, some kind of important errand. I don't know the details of it. At the same time? Yes. So I'm covering their shift until they get here. Is there anyone else that may have left? No, I think all the regulars are still here. Um, yeah, everyone's on, everyone's on, on, on deck. So Gitska and Avidity left together? Yes. On a similar mission? I just believe the, they left together to do the same thing, yes. The, just the two of them? Yes. Help me understand. Are, are you trying to go somewhere with this? No, I'm just, I'm just making sure that I understand the situation. Okay. <laughs> do you understand, or should we go over it again? I'm not there. But... <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> We're not there. The full details, man. Let's mm-hmm. go follow the cat. You don't think that's odd? That's fine. But if there's anything else I can help you with, let me know. Will do. Sure. You like walk in. Where are these people at? Not here. Bye. <laughs> yeah, that that was literally my entire purpose to come in here was to speak with him. Yep. He's not here. Out. And uh, I guess. We're going to follow the cat to where it wants to lead us to. Um, I'm going to try to call Gitska while we're walking. Okay. Uh, I would... Oh, gosh. Um, I believe in the past, symptomatically, dog. it is a deadline. God damn it. What? Fucking hate this shit. No. Hey, you. Yeah. Dravesh, you have a hollow communicator, right? Yeah. Can you get through to Gitska right now? 
Deadline. That's what. No. Uh, okay. That was supposed to connect for those not in the know. Yeah. Mm. So Getska's not here. Avidity is not here. They left to run an errand together. Can you call Avidity? Which doesn't bode well. Typically. The last, considering the last time Gitsko ran an operation, we had to clear out an entire tenement of drug dealers. Are you suspecting that a job is going to come down for this? I hope so. Do you have Avidity's personal number? I think he does. Yeah. Uh, I think he does, actually. I mean, if anyone did, it would be me. I mean, I we, we've got. Uh, I, I swear to God, I've got it, bruh, bruh. We got you. Of course you do. We got six of them, man. Use oh, one. that's fair. <laughs> I'm bad Destiny one. points. So, so you're you're slipping through your contacts, uh, looking to give her a good old DM, and you're just like mm. like suddenly realizing, shit. I don't think I've ever asked her for her. Oh, there she is. Why is she in the contact list? <laughs> And you kind of have like a How weird, drunk was blurry I? <laughs> memory of basically being like shuffled back to bed. And you're like, wait, wait, I left my data pad. And she's like, don't worry, I got it. Mm. Ooh, she gave you her number. Hey, don't you ask? Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> boop. Deadline. Yep. They're calm. It's are dead. Off. Their comms are off. Sure. They're on a mission. Um, Who gave them this like, mission? Do you? We know. I don't know. Matter I don't to care. us, let's follow the cat. I would like a group check of um, let's do electronics or mechanics. Um, computers or computers, computers, computers or mechanics? I'm sorry, computers or mechanics. It's going to be an average check, uh, one check, so it can be assisted or it can be something. I have zero I have, ranks I have, in either of those. Things. I have one rank. Ditto. I have two ability in either one. So, I also have two ability. So why don't you just make the yeah, check? I'm just make, the check. <laughs> uh, make the check with a boost. <laughs> and the difficulty? Uh, the difficulty's average. <laughs> yeah, do it. Okay. So What's when you call someone whose calm is off, oftentimes you are met with a, a, a contact that says, um, uh, basically there's a, there's a chime or there's some kind of indication that says they are not receiving your call. Yeah. They, they, are, they are rejecting your call, your, the calm is off, you're not going through. Um, it is not fighting the frequency. So their calm is not being registered on the network. It is an unusual thing. It's like the difference between like a dial tone and a busy tone. So hey, follow this cat. You've, you've got your data pad. Why don't you call him real quick? See if it goes through. See if it's affecting everything or just that. I don't have his number. Can you call him? Yeah. Can you call me? Can you call him? I'll call one Help me out here. And... Boop. Ignore. Oh, you bitch works. button me. It works. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. At least we know now. So I guess we shouldn't probably panic now. Why would, Why we, would we panic? I don't know. What possible reason do we oh have to care Let's about this follow situation? This. Let's follow the cat then. Agreed. It's gonna be fine. No panic. If why, why are you no sorry? investment? Last if there time, is an issue, we had to kill an entire tenement of drug dealers. I'd rather get in front of this one if we can. I don't know. I got a lot of drugs from the last round. Well, if a job comes down for this, we'll do it. Until then, I mean, if it's advantageous and 
Sure. Reasonably feasible. They have been in the past. Up until that last one. Uh, all right, let's follow this stupid cat. No. <laughs> so. We walk we with the cat. cat. Okay, so how do you do this? So, uh, you know what we should do is uh, plot the line. Uh, if you've got a map or something, um, we'll plot the line. I'd imagine that would and be... And then uh, go to another location, plot the line again. And, uh, Just triangulate, triangulate it. it. Can we use survival for this? Uh, clarify what you're doing. I'm sorry. No, we're, we're gonna we're gonna the cat set places. the cat down, like point us in the right direction. It'll point, and we'll plot that line. Use a bit of orienteering on a map, and then we're gonna go to another location. Go like a mile we'll do away. Do the same thing. Have it plot a line and do that. And maybe we'll do it like three times so we get a good cross section. Okay. So and basically, uh, what we're going to do is that way we can choose how we approach the location instead of the cat choosing how we approach the location. Exactly. Perfect. Okay. So uh, explain that to the cat. The cat doesn't have to know. We're going to take the cat to a bunch of different places. The cat just set it us. down. It follows like, us, and then we tell it where it do you want us you. to go. I will tell the cat. I will tell no, the cat. Take us where we need to go. Okay. It's been pointing and leading us, and so on. Yep. So is it? Like it had pointed in the uh, in the in previously, so yep. we'll tell it to point. It points in a direction. All right, mark it. Done. All okay. right. Now we'll We're gonna go, go a mile west. Walk away from it, okay. and it will follow us, or it won't be our problem anymore. <laughs> yeah, it's been following you the whole time. So. All right, yep. so it follows us, and then we tell it to point again. Yep. yep. And we mark another line. Okay. Make a average survival check. Average survival. All right. The thing, Dante, really? is that the cat has been following us for a while, and we don't necessarily want it to. Right. But it's it's an issue now, and so we're gonna we're gonna solve it. We don't necessarily want to take the cat with us. It just can't get away from it. We want to fix the problem, not adopt a cat. A droid cat dog. Uh, yeah, four success and two threat. Okay, it is pretty clearly Xing white over the clinic. Cool. Good. That's so let's approach the clinic from an sense. angle that we haven't before, and multiple angles this time. Yep. Uh, we and not an angle where we get... Uh, yeah, if you want to make it there within you know, an hour. Preferably. Then yeah. yeah. We'll taxi. So, mm-hmm. It happened last time. I mean, I don't know. You guys might want to walk there for whatever tactical benefit you, you think might that. <laughs> I mean, well, taxi yeah, but if, if we're going to have to walk for, like, a long ways, yeah. <laughs> yeah. we might as well just taxi it. Yep. What's the fare? Uh, the fare to get there is going to be 25. I got it. So how far away do you guys want to stop? A couple blocks. Yep, easy enough. A couple blocks and then... We'll loop around sure. the far side. I'm going to find an overlook, two to three story building that I can access the upper floor of from the outside. Keep in mind, um, Zeke claimed he was going to be watching over this place, so um, if you find a nice spot that's got cover and concealment and a good vantage point, he might be there. You're probably I'm not alone. Totally fine with that. <laughs> that would make my job really easy. True enough. <clears throat> I'm going to follow the cat. Okay. <laughs> so when you get out, the cat, which of course, for whatever reason, uh, has the behavior of a dog, 
uh, gets very excited as you guys pull up within a few blocks, starts scratching on the door, and as soon as you open it, it bounds out and starts uh, uh, not like super fast, but like very excitedly heading in a direction. Um, it is roughly towards the clinic. So you're going to find a nearby two-story building. Um, there are very few of those, but there are still a couple out there that uh, that would satisfy that, that distinction. Before you go, I'm going to give you the frequency for my uh, surveillance tags. Excellent. Um, I will give you mine. Great. So while we're wearing them, <clears throat> we can track each other, and then we'll know where our target Just are. leave one active, like... Excellent. Um, Actually, I'm going to give one to everyone. I won't give one to him because he's already got one, but I'll give one to these guys. Okay. What are these? Well, it's uh, a surveillance tagger. Oh, okay. It's it's basically just a little GPS beacon. Um, and, you can track uh, movements. Yeah. Uh, I mean, last time we were here, we got abducted, so mm-hmm. I figure... Probably smart. It's probably if anyone reasonable. It's been kind of a... Um, a thing in this campaign that every time something happens, we kind of adapt with uh, right. gear to that won't happen again. <laughs> so, uh, you're going to find an overlook that kind of um, gives you a good shot of the clinic and the area around it. Can I give it a good overlook? Uh, what are, what are the, uh, you're following directly. Mm-hmm. What are the rest of you doing? I'm going to slink around. I'm going to get on the other side of the street of the clinic and kind of stick to the shadows, but watch the dog as it, or watch the droid as it goes, mm-hmm. and try to stay close to it, but not like right up, I'm not trying to be obvious about it. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Is there a, I think I recall last time there being a lot of homeless people around. There, uh, so... That's was <coughs> gonna evaporate into the crowd. So, uh, the <laughs> last time you were here uh, was the abduction thing, and the reason why there was a bunch of people around, a uh, small crowd, was because there was a mix of both rebel agents and also um, looky-loos as the clinic worked. The fire, yeah. Um, now that you guys are back here at this time of day, um, there are a few, um, but not within the couple blocks. Like, you maybe like, can look down the road and see them, but for whatever reason, the area is pretty cleared out. Okay. Uh, that works for me as long as they're known to be in the area. Um, I will um, grab... Uh, some like trash bags uh, and stuff like that, and I will fashion myself um, basically a ghillie suit, <laughs> trash of, ghillie uh, suit. garbage yeah. and old stuff, and uh, I will Advantage. yeah shuffle mm-hmm. um, around. And given that it's pouring down rain, uh, I'm, I'm gonna bet that uh, they'll have to get pretty close to to be able to see me. Yep. And with that, I'm gonna make my way. Uh, as as concealed as I can, um, trying to Make be stealthy and, and keep my uh, sight lines really short, um, and uh, also pretend to be uh, some homeless person. Thank you. Yeah. I want to ping for people. Mm. No, that's okay. a whole lot of no. So I'm going to skirt oh. around like two blocks wide around the whole loop, mm. and then approach from basically going straight towards where the back door would have been. There is no known backdoor to the clinic. So again, where it like would be uh, just approaching the building from behind. Okay, uh, you are going to arrive a little while after everyone else. Yep. Everyone else seems to kind of be taking a direct route. Uh, 
Um, so you will be approaching from the back side of the clinic while everyone else is kind of heading towards the front. Um, I will say that because of your, your various paths, you guys are the first three to, to, to notice this. Um, and it's relatively obvious enough that you don't have to make a check, but as you make your way past the clinic, you can see that it still has all of the telltale burn signs of being on fire. Um, a little bit of structural damage, cracking on the, uh, the permacrete and all that stuff. But the major thing is that there are pieces of like sheet metal and um, siding and uh, like um, like thick bars of metal that have been taken from like scrap of buildings and stuff like that. It has been piled up in front of the clinic door. So like somebody has made like a makeshift barricade. In front of it. What about the droid's body that I drug out of the fire? You do not see it. Makes sense. Fortunately, you dropped it basically right on the side. Yeah, I didn't really have much of a choice, right? but yep, that makes sense though. Mm-hmm. But it's not there. Where's the doggo go? Doggo's going to run past the clinic and is going to head towards some of the buildings that are on the opposite side of the street. So basically kind of go where you were heading to go to to peel off. And as you do, it kind of runs down one of the larger alleys opposite of the clinic and head towards one of the larger kind of like shed-like buildings um, that are a few buildings down. I just casually follow behind it. Mm Mm-hmm. Do I still have a visual? Um, it's kind of a little bit of a of a of a crayon to get to the, to get around because I imagine you're like looking at it from like the southeast and then they're heading towards like the southwest. So you're kind of uh, looking around. Probably some obscured sight lines, but nothing like um, like if somebody was standing in the middle of the street, you'd see kind of like their upper bust. So can I walk like rooftops or something to get there? I kind of imagine you were on like the furthest forward one to be able to like get a good overlook. So yeah, but could, if they start going down that an alley, yeah, that's fair. But like as soon as they their their route becomes clear that they're going to be going mm-hmm. in an alley instead of towards the clinic, I want to start trying to get a better vantage point of that. And if the only way that I can get eyes on the alley is to be like above it, yeah, either above fine. it or the clinic top. Yeah, I'm not going to the clinic top. <laughs> Much. Way um, too in the open to get there. You were going to have to make a couple of uh, um, uh, coordination checks in okay. order to hop from building top to building top. Uh, they're going to be average difficulty both of them. Okay. Can I get one more green, please? Oh, that nope. sucks. That's uh, four advantage. Luckily for you, you fall in an open dumpster. Great. You take no damage. <laughs> but you make a loud noise. Yeah. Uh, get out of the funny. dumpster and go around the other side of the buildings and use stealth to approach the other side of the alley instead. Fair enough. Make an average stealth check. Yeah. Three success and three advantage. Okay. So you're fairly certain that once you've shaken the garbage off of you, um, that you are making your way down the opposite alley of the buildings uh, fairly silently. You're not making much noise as you progress down. I just imagine you being covered in garbage pills. Oh, so this is why Cass does this. (laughs) (laughs) 
Um, Someone so, spotted me, but then they're like, eh. I thought about coming closer, and then I was like, change, and they were like, eh. I don't really know me. I don't have any money. Right. So, um, Dradesh being the one who uh, boldly strides after uh, the, the uh, relatively large feline mm-hmm. droid, uh, he's the first one to see that the uh, animal gets up to one of the doors on the side and kind of like like goes up on its hinds and kind of like paws at it, which the door just slides open and it just kind of bounds into it. I will go in. Okay. Well, he did. <laughs> first to die. <laughs> I to wait for everybody. Be like, Zeke, he's not with us. <laughs> How you kill a PC with an NPC replacement <laughs> replacement PC NPC. So you uh, you follow it straight into the the, the shack no problem, right? Yep. Okay, you head in and it is a darkly lit area. It is fairly open. It looks like what things have been left inside are mostly like bulk materials, a couple pieces of uh, of like. Uh, what do you call those bars that you put together? Uh, whatever. I don't know. Things for, like, construction. Um, scaffolding? Scaffolding, thank you. So, like, some, uh, some like, Got it. partially built scaffolding uh, and scaffolding supplies. Uh, some basic um, uh, prefab stuff. Uh, looks like this was once in use, but it's kind of been abandoned. Not really much of anything of value, but just kind of, like, large things that people were like, eh, I could sell this for, like, a couple credits, and it's, like, 500 pounds, so, like, I'm just going to leave it alone. Scaffolding and scaffolding accessories. Yep. Exactly. <laughs> because you see you were holding up to that one, too. I was. I wasn't going to interrupt you. you know. At the far back, uh, you see uh, a couple things. I'd like you to make an average perception check. You get to roll. How do, roll. I, how do I see? You, you get to roll. Roll. With Go your eyes. And roll. Roll. Darkness. It's not pitch black. It's just very dark. Okay. It's there's no. Am I detecting uh, movement or potentially hidden enemies? Um. No. Okay. (laughs) Yes, definitely. I mean, he's not an enemy. It's a really awkward qualifier for an ability. It's just part of my armor, and I. I I, I get it. I get it, man. There are lightsabers with attachments like that that are like you are really good at detecting people who have the ill will against you and are ready to spring upon you. You're like, thanks, lightsaber. (laughs) Uh, I succeed. You just throw it at them. One success. DM like, hey, this guy is this guy the villain? Ill and like. Yeah, yeah, but <laughs> keep it to yourself. <laughs> um, so you notice two major things uh, sort of jump out at you as soon as you move in that kind of like stick out from uh, the drab appearance. Uh, the first one is on the ground to the right, kind of behind some boxes, but not really like to be hidden, but more of like, I don't want people walking on this kind of a side. You see several tarps laying over several bumps, and you can see that they're stained with some kind of dark liquid. Alright, uh... And at the far end of the room, you also notice that there is a stack of, like, crates and boxes, where it's been arranged in a way that a tarp has been kind of thrown over it. The tarp is, like, 
musty gray green with probably some mold on it and stuff like that. And it's it's uh, looks like it's some kind of uh, uh, industrial like vehicle cover or something like that. Uh, but it's been moth-eaten and, and torn and stuff like that. And sitting on sort of like an indent, as if it's some kind of like throne uh, of decay, is a familiar figure that you've actually seen before, uh, which is interesting. Uh, is uh, a black armored figure um, with sort of torn uh, robes, uh, which is a state you've not really seen him in before, but kind of underneath the robes where you see like has been burnt away on the top of his torso is black plates with like very fine gold um, like trim and, and tracings on it and stuff like that uh, that look like they were being kept uh, out of um, view but has been, uh, unfortunately, it's been exposed due to this damage that's on uh, And His arms are out and sort of up on the boxes, and his head is sort of drooped down, and you don't see any motion from him. But he seems to be kind of splayed out in a semi-regal, if not awkwardly, like, still uh, pose. That's going to be enough. Shoot him in the face. Uh... <laughs> I'm going to take a chance cube uh, out of my pocket, and I'm going to uh, roll it on the, like, just casually on the floor next to me. Um, And if it comes up as uh, red, and I will let you decide, I have an action. I would prefer you roll it. So if it's a chance cube... Odds evens. Yeah. Okay, so uh, evens will be blue. Odds are red. Evens. Okay. Uh, so I am going to uh, uh, reach down, pick up my chance cube, um, put it back in my pocket, and I'm going to pull out uh, a bottle of uh, Corellian whiskey, and I'm going to take a sip, and I'm going to stand there uh, waiting for some sort of response. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, anybody else doing anything at the moment? I'm just watching. Just this walking. Uh, I'm trying to get a good eyeball on the uh, um, the clinic, and uh, I'm looking around for uh, ambush or uh, if anyone else is nearby or if anyone else has uh, set up a, a hide or a uh, or anything. Okay. Go ahead and make an average perception check. Yeah, yep. two success. So the one that fell out. Oh. oh. I succeed. Yeah. There you uh, go. One success, four advantage. Nice. So you look around and you don't notice uh, anything that stands out as like people waiting in ambush or potential traps or anything like that. Kind of do a, a standard sweep of the area. Um, one thing you do pick up on is that it's oddly deserted is that there's just, like, you always could find, like, some low life somewhere, like, under some sheeting, uh, up in a building somewhere, uh, walking by, someone from Shantytown heading over to Bayside, uh, but it's, like, as if people are holding the area. But other than that, you don't detect anything unusual. I'm going to doubly make sure I'm stealthing real good. Yeah. 
Um, you are making your way up to the back of the clinic about this point, um, and you kind of see the familiar back alley that's behind it. You see the different like vent systems and like AC boxes and things like that that have been like attached to the building. Um, Any of it damaged by the fire? Uh, yeah, several of them are showing uh, obvious signs of like uh, uh, smoke stains and, and, and burn marks and things like that. A lot of the uh, electric, uh, electrical components that had some kind of like uh, um, non-conductive material on them have generally been burnt away. Okay. So it's uh, it's could be repaired, but it would be a substantial effort. Sure. Um, you see that at the end is the pile of garbage and the dumpster that you guys were. Um, that you had previously uh, met up with Zeke and, and grabbed your gear from and stuff. He had grabbed his gear from and stuff like that. Um, but as far as you know, there's not a lot of stuff. You know what we do know? We do know that Twist the Wicked uh, just gave us a follow. So Paul, <gasps> hit him with a novel. Fresh one. Oh. Sultry. So sweet. Sultry. So sweet. <laughs> Thank you so much for that follow. We really appreciate it. So good to have you. Thank you so much. So, you are in the back alley. Uh, yeah. You notice that the, that that the, that alley is uh, a dead end. So okay. there is uh, at least walls on almost every the walls on every side, except for the way that you came in. Okay. At that point, I think I'm probably going to head to the clinic and just kind of do like a tight loop around it, just looking for anything that seems out of place. The only thing that you notice that is out of place because the whole building is one giant block mm-hmm. of like permacrete with like uh, some uh, uh, what do you call it? What's the steel in Star Wars? Permasteel? Or no, that's permacrete. Durasteel. Uh, Durasteel Durasteel, uh, siding and stuff like that for kind of like an accent. But for the most part, it's just a a super dense building. The thing that really sticks out, as soon as you get around the front corner of it to the front of it, you notice that there's a bunch of rusted out materials and just a bunch of bulk stuff just kind of stacked haphazardly to create sort of like a barricade over the front of the door. And it doesn't look like it was stacked by any sort of like official... Like block or anything, it looks like somebody just like randomly like threw stuff in front of it. Mm-hmm. It looks like materials that you could probably find locally. Okay, uh, I think I'm gonna I'm gonna start shifting stuff out of the way. Okay, yep. Start opening um, up the door. It is uh, some of the pieces are heavy, um, some of the main pieces, but for the most part, it's nothing outside of your capabilities okay. to, to move. It'll take a little bit of time, uh, a few minutes, but yeah. other than that, you can totally fine. So, take a few sips. Mm-hmm. Sort of an awkward silence. Takes Put the bottle the away. What did I see? No response. I'm gonna, with my slug thrower shotgun in one Just hand. Just gonna escalate really quick. I'm gonna walk up. I'm gonna kind of wiggle a toe or a foot. You know how, like, when someone's sleeping, you give them a, a, a little wiggle? You give them a little wiggle, okay? <laughs> Is there anything? So you walk up, mm-hmm. kind of slowly, trip to walk. go past the uh, un- sort of unusually shaped piles on the ground, um, make your way over to the, uh, the still figure, and kind of lean in and try to touch the foot to give it a little bit of a jiggle. Mm-hmm. Um, and as you do, uh, go ahead and make a uh, coordination check. Uh, we're going to say it is going to be against... I don't have it in front of me. So it's going to be three reds. 
Good luck, everybody. Damn it, else. Duarte. What's the worst that could happen here? I love, I love it when I hear that. He succeeds. Wow. No, I don't. He doesn't. No, he doesn't. Uh, one failure, uh, three advantage. One failure, three advantage? Yep. Okay. Uh, so as you sort of lean in, all of a sudden, uh, in one just fluid flash, the figure bounds and is suddenly up on you. Uh, and you uh, have one leg that actually wraps, like, basically over your shoulder, while the other one has kind of, like, hooked into your belt somehow. And the figure just kind of crosses his arm and looks like this, this steely black and gold mask just looks straight down into your face for a moment of just, like, just piercing intensity. And, and then suddenly you hear a familiar voice be like, I thought that was you. Yeah. It is. <laughs> you weren't exactly the person I expected to see. Uh. Okay. Okay. I mean, that's fair. Like, I did not announce that I was coming. Mm-hmm. Uh. But I have a feeling that I know who you were expecting. Is that so? Yes. He's gonna slide back enough that he still has his one foot hooked in your belt, but now his heel is over your shoulder and he's leaning back. He's super light despite wearing mm. armor, and it's like almost no encumbrance for you. That does smell like. Alright, uh, yeah. Uh, um, I don't want to out who I think it may be, uh, you know, out of professional courtesy. Why is this guy Peter Pan? <laughs> <laughs> Why do you ask questions? You don't want me to. <laughs> the origin story. It's mm-hmm. a fucked up origin story. Okay. Let me just say, I followed that here. And he points to the... Good. So you brought Honjo. He's gonna hop down. I don't know about brought, but... They're around. <laughs> well, I'm surprised that uh, um, your paths have crossed, but can't say I'm too displeased. Cool. This so, makes one of us. Let me guess. They're casing the area. I have no idea. I got out of the taxi and followed the cat thing, and they did not. <laughs> Can I have, like, slinked into the room? Yeah, sure. Uh... Stealth against his perception? Yes. Uh, so, this Probably is only going to be... 14 uh, red. Get wrecked. 2 red and a green. 2 red and a purple. Or 2 red and a purple. I don't know. You said 2 red and you're pointing at the pile, so... Uh, do I have anything for him? You've got to win. You do it, doggo. Yep. Three success and two threats. Uh, so you make your way into a small uh, back room of the shed. Um, it's kind of like a smaller compartment for like finer things, like smaller objects. Um, and you hear this conversation happening out in front, and you can kind of like look around the wall and see the the two of them uh, bantering. I just basically want to have the rifle like leveled on a box, like at. 
the figure. It's we know who it is, right? Yeah. So the okay. voice immediately gave him away as Zeke. Okay. I just want to have the rifle level, and as soon as he said they're casing the place, right? Be like already done. Uh, so he is going to do his damnedest not to show that he is startled, uh, but I'll go ahead and give it to you that there is a sudden just freeze up his spine as he kind of like, you see the mask to kind of turn over like, his shoulder. I'm not the one you should be worried about sneaking up on you either. <laughs> shoulder the rifle and walk out into the room. I'm genuinely impressed. I make a good distraction. Agreed. I was very (laughs) So. So, we're here. How are things? We did some side jobs. We didn't get paid for one of them. Oh, really? Mm. I am irate. Well, the agenda's looking into that. Are you, yo? The agenda's looking into it. Hopefully, we'll get something for it. We'll make sure you get forward any payment. (laughs) <laughs> It'll get solved. So, did everyone show up, or did they send maybe part of you to see what was going on and the rest of you stayed behind? Last time we were here, you know what happened. Yes. Yes. Very aware of what So, happened. we're probably going to trickle in here. Trickle in. Okay. I'm waiting for some sort of sign, so I'm just, like, camped out. Zeke's here. Like, doesn't appear to be anybody else. Uh, building on the alleyway. If anyone else has their calm on. He does a series of stretches and sort of like does motions like he's popping his neck and sort of like getting ready to go for stuff. Um, and uh, it's subtle, but it looks like he he may have been asleep. Um, I want to go over to the tarp when I notice it and like lift it up. There are dead people there. Yeah. What happened here? People died. Well, <laughs> I, uh... People died when they were killed. Had some nosy people poking around and uh, tried to convince them to stay away, but I guess they were just too hungry or too desperate. Unfortunately, once they get too close and they see the face, I, I can't let them get away. Yeah, we're familiar with that particular rule. Do you know where Gitska is? No, we're starting there. No, I don't. Great. That makes all of us excellent. We're going to have to clear out another building eventually. That kid's going to end up... Certainly something to celebrate. No, I'm I'm not celebrating. That was sarcasm. I'm not here. (laughs) Anyway. I'm still waiting. I don't don't trust. uh, What's the plan of action here? I believe we're waiting for all of them to trickle in. No, let's let's just talk because that can get relayed easily. Well, uh, I had thought that the whole like, meeting up thing. So one of five people that you expected to be here is here, and another one that you didn't expect to be here. Are you comfortable talking about whatever you dragged us here for? Oh, what what I dragged you here for is is that what this is? That's the I impression didn't say that, that I got. <laughs> I asked for your help to find a friend of mine who might be dead. We didn't know that. We didn't know that. I asked for you your help. You did not say those words. <laughs> also, this is the one place where you could have gotten. Uh, let me 
somebody who has been on your side this whole time ask you to help me find out what happened to them and I'm dragging you out here? Again, the <coughs> that, those are my words. Not necessarily theirs. However, I will say that that was the impression that I got because of the constant conversation about the monetary needs of the group and how they were significantly below what they needed to function. You see, so yeah, money was more important than finding had, out what happened to Braxton. Do you have a light in here? Maybe you could take a look at me and realize that, yes, right now money is very important. Uh, <laughs> okay. I can let you know that uh, he's fucked. <laughs> he was there for part of it. He hasn't been unfucked. Well, you know who could definitely unfuck you in a hurry? I'm guessing it's the guy that we're looking for. Check. You know, now that I'm putting together some things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know who was helping you in your investigation to find the, the Imperial Ripper? I'm also going to guess the guy that we were supposed to come here to find. Hey, you know what this job doesn't end with for you? A paycheck. Would you rather have done this job or the other two? I wouldn't have been here if it was... Okay. I, I wouldn't be here... <laughs> let me rephrase this. I wouldn't be here now if I had been paid for all of my jobs. <laughs> we would be done. That's reasonable. <laughs> I'm only with the group because we didn't get paid for the first job. Are y'all coming in, or <laughs> am I having this conversation with you by myself? Because it's not going great right now. <laughs> Is it safe? No, I told you earlier to come in here, and it's super dangerous. I mean... There are literally way. five bodies on the ground. I am on my way. <laughs> Thank you. There are bodies on the ground? Yeah, he killed Slink a bunch of homeless in. people. Mm-hmm. I'm going to shift, like, three super heavy things and then head over. I'm going to, like, crash into the door and be like, where are these dead people? <laughs> They're right there. Over there. Oh, Wait, there's dead people. Yeah, the killed people. Oh, hi, Zeke. What? Hello. Why? They got too close. And I'm like... They seen to the face. It's the same reason why we had to kill everyone at that, uh... They're really on the, this uh, building shit. I don't think it was the same reason at all. Oh, it was. It was the exact same reason, wasn't it? Are you going to bury them? They I saw something that they weren't supposed to see. Crown yeah. Peaks? Yeah. I guess. Do they see them naked or something? Or Seems respectful. I mean, maybe we should maybe start in on a more productive area no, of conversation. Have you learned anything? So, I did not investigate without the people there who have the skill set to do so. Do you have a plan for your next step? Yes. Put Two Rio in the clinic to investigate. <laughs> and not get kidnapped? That's on you. Rio, let's go to the clinic to investigate. It's been to a be while. fair, I don't know that is not on thing. me. <laughs> right. Anyway. Well, we can try. Yes. I was hoping that you would help me investigate the site, the site of the attack and figure out what happened Braxis, or Jackie as you know him. Find out if he's still alive. Great. How can we find him? If he isn't, who is responsible? Because I swear to the Force, if somebody killed him, they they won't be the dead. So I'm going to come off as super callous right now. Oh, I'm not surprised. But 
why does this take precedence over the figuring out who killed our old boss that gets us paid? Braxis has information on that because we found DNA and we never got the results. So again, the the question is, is Braxis alive? Because if Braxis is alive, then fantastic. If he's not, then I think that finding out who killed him has to take a back seat. What if they're related? I'm not saying they are, but they could. If we find evidence that they are, then fantastic. I mean, I suppose, yeah, if you don't have an interest in what happened to your old teammate, then... That's, I can't force I have an interest in getting off of this fucking planet. This planet is dying. Everything on this planet is dying. I don't plan I'm, to go with it. I mean this with every ounce of respect that I have to give. Which isn't a lot. Uh, for the sake of what I'm going to call the universe. Uh, it might be best for you not to leave the dying planet. Uh, Please explain to me everything that you know about the situation. Uh, something came out of your chest, and that's fucking terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> I really don't think that that should happen anywhere else but here. Well, yeah, I mean, it's out. Can you grow more? I don't know. We'll find out. We shouldn't, though. <laughs> I don't want to find out. Can you not? So essentially, this is just another link in getting us to our end goal. Just another detour. So let's go to the clinic, see if we can find anything. Like it's we tried been, to do before been, we got kidnapped. It's been a while. I don't think there's going to be anything. Oh, and the Empire. I mean, it's been how Might as long? well check it. I've got the door almost unblocked, so... There's that. That's where we need to go, yeah? Unless you have something else to fill us in about. Yes. First, though. Mm. What's this about something coming out of your chest? Some little, like, tendril and fire demon creature. We it wasn't it. little. It was Oh, it, it was, was enormous, large. but we killed it and it exploded and it lit fire to a permacrete building. It's made of metal. As far as we can tell. To the clinic. I'll start heading that way. Or do you have a different yeah, plan? I'm gonna head over to the clinic. The top as we investigate. Go ahead. I'm sorry, did we interrupt the phone? He's gonna follow you guys. <laughs> what? Taking right. a call. I am going to uh, stay on the outside and keep an eye out. On the outside. Yep. Around I'm going to go up top and uh, I, pass out. I will pace, patiently <laughs> wait not. for Cleaver. I really hope not. That would be the worst. <laughs> I'm going to take cover on the roof um, in an overlook position. Okay. The roof of the clinic or yes. nearby? Oh, the clinic is up. Okay. Yeah, we're going to the clinic, so I'm going to get on top of the clinic. Alrighty. Sounds like a plan. Uh, so, top of the clinic. Uh, around the clinic? Yeah, I'm going to be on the outside. I'm going to give myself, uh, find a nook or something um, where uh, there's something obscuring me. Um, maybe, like, um, some trash cans or a dumpster or something like that that I can get in the, in the kind of shadow of. 
um, along with all of my uh, other trash accoutrements. Yep. And uh, uh, keep an eye out. Definitely. Sit very, very insanely still. <laughs> you are you are a pilot card. <laughs> Aren't I my, just? I'm going to do my best to be stealthed on the roof. Okay. Like, as best I can. I'm, thinking I'm with ten. visible thoughts. Uh, I'm not, not going here, to not be here. attempting to go inside. Uh, if that means I have to help Cleaver, I'm move, finishing clearing out the move big shit that I. So want. there is very little that you have left to move. You've gotten most of it done. Uh, as you kind of pull the last few things off, um, you open up enough of the door that you guys can kind of step over stuff and get in pretty easily. Do you follow them in? Yeah. Okay. So it's the three of you going in, mm-hmm. and then you guys are taking up overlook position. Excellent. Okay. Is there any like caution tape around? Okay. Uh, it looks like whatever happened here uh, was kind of done haphazardly. It wasn't done by a professional. There were also um, way too many bombings going on at the time. Uh, as you guys make your way uh, down the alley and across the street over to the clinic, uh, you can hear uh, Zeke having sort of like a, uh, a muffled conversation over comms, um, and uh, it's not immediately clear what that is. Uh, if you guys would like to try to eavesdrop, you can make that attempt. Um, but yeah, does you? <laughs> oh, that's in the building. No, it's on the no, way this is to on the, the way building. Over. Okay, yeah, I want to try to eavesdrop on that. Perception, I assume. Perception. I leave with everyone, and they walk and perhaps talk, and then they get there. Difficulty. And I'm not there. Uh, difficulty is going to be uh, uh, one red, one uh, purple. Three and three. Three success, three advantage. Uh, two success, one threat. Okay. So you are able to kind of eavesdrop on the call that he makes, um, and it appears he makes two different calls. Um, the first one, he kind of talks in, uh, I wouldn't really say code, but he uses like a bunch of proper titles where he's like execute plan um, alpha zeta or something like that. Um, and then he switches it over and he actively changes tone. He says, they're here. Uh, go ahead. Makes their way over. Of all the things to overhear, I'm gonna wait <laughs> in, in all the locations. I'm gonna wait until like I'm splitting off to get up on the roof, um, and I'm gonna go to a side or back window instead, um, and calm just Cass. Okay. Cass, Zeke might be up to something. Take a position on the building in case we need to take him. So with them in the clinic, <laughs> uh, can I? I can't like see into the clinic. It's one giant cube of purple. Just call Dwarte. What up, Dwarte? Savage. I got a uh, Jedi for you. <laughs> boy, if we were ever gonna jump to conclusions, that would be a hell of yep. a jump. <laughs> <laughs> How about you pay us that I tell you where we? Oh, there you are. <laughs> the clinic has. I can't really without being in there. Force teleport. Without being inside the clinic, I don't know if I can get a good line on him. Oh, there are no windows, are there? You really? Do you want me in the clinic, or do you want me anticipating what's coming next? No, he calmed people, and realizing there's no windows to this building, I guess I'll go up onto the roof. No, he calmed people. There may be inbound. Um, 
I'm concerned. Uh, I don't. I don't really understand what's happening. Confront him about it. See how he reacts. Hey, Rio. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, confront Zeke about the the call and who he was talking to and why he told them we were here. Let me know how that goes. <laughs> are you ready to come get my body? We are considering uh, action at this moment. Is this to all of us or just no, to him? No, just okay. to him. And uh, Cass and I are on standby. Okay. And I'm going to leave my com on. <laughs> and I'm going to start rummaging around. So as you guys have stepped in over the threshold, you find yourself in sort of that waiting room that you remember that the droid was originally stationed at. It's basically a big sliding, like, plasteel door, uh, and then inside is like a, a desk with the droid behind it, and then there was a door to the back left that headed further into the facility. Um, do you want to notice things first or ask the question first? So I'm going to, under the guise of rummaging around, okay. just go... Hey, Zeke. Yes? Yeah, quick question. Uh, who needs to know that we're here? I'm drawing. <laughs> <laughs> who needs to know we're here? I'm and I'll just it. pull my uh, my blaster out. So you all draw? Yeah. Okay, so he... Okay. I, I draw, and I'm looking at other areas of the room besides Zeke. Yeah, I don't like. I, I'm scanning uh, for ambush. Okay, uh, roll me a light side, dark side. Too light. Too light. Okay. Yes. So, uh... <laughs> Too dark. And he... <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, so, ah. as you all draw, he takes, like, a measured half-step backwards. I like... I, he kind of, like, looks around. I like, turn to meet his face. And, like, is expecting, like, something to have caused everyone to suddenly jump up. And, like, when he doesn't recognize that there's anything going on, he, he just kind of, like... You can't see his expression, but you can see a slight head tilt down at, like... The thing that just happened, um, and he's like, it's part of the plan. Okay. So, if we're going to be working together, you have to inform us of the plan. And oh. to be making random... Com- oh, I, oh, I'm sorry, I forgot. All right, this is all going to run through you. This is all going to uh, work on your timetable. Do you remember what happened the last time we came here? Yes. Okay, so you could understand why we're a little jumpy when it comes to... Oh, they're here. Right? Do you not make that connection? Or... Right? You can logically... Yes. Okay. I can understand that. Okay. Although it shows a distressing amount of distrust between us. Sure. We're just protecting ourselves. It happens. So do you want to fill us in? I was talking to your engineer friend. Who I... Recruited into finding out what happened here. Hmm. After you guys engineers. have sort of just left him alone mm-hmm. after promising him aid, he decided to seek it out on his own. So, I offered to uh, a joint effort. Question: mm-hmm. uh, Who is this person? <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, I don't know. Not in the not in the truest sense of it. No, it's the doggo. Didn't you doggo? It's the doggo. 
<laughs> in fact, as this conversation is happening, people who are on Overwatch and, and paying attention do see motion coming down the road, and you see that there is a uh, figure kind of squat making their way towards the building alone, but with definite purpose. They're carrying a large case under one arm, um, and they have, like, the most basic, like, rain poncho on over their head to, like, if somebody's looking at them from a distance, like, you know, maybe that'll help. But for the most part, you can see the red and the sort of boxy face underneath the coverings as they kind of stoically make their way up towards the building. Can I recognize who it is? Uh, yeah, average perception check. Just in case you want to shoot him dead when you fail. Mm. Well, that's what's going I happen. might. You never know. I succeed. Heartily. You recognize him? While he is apparently trying not to draw attention to himself, <laughs> uh, you absolutely recognize the red and the, and the frame of the figure. I'm gonna... Our I, engineer friend is coming down. <laughs> I line my rifle, but I'm Walk just by. about to ask Cass for an ID, and he says it. I'm just fucking good. Alright. <laughs> Be like, I didn't get that one ID. <laughs> so yes, to answer your early question, I do have a plan. This is the sign for go on. What is the plan? <sighs> so it sounds like our engineering friend is here. Yes. So the plan is, is to use a recording in the in the droid's head to see if it has any security footage. Our engineer friend said that he might be able to pull out some of the remnants of data in its memory core and then overlay it into a holographic um, uh, uh, overlay of the whole place. That way we could use it to actually search for clues and gather details about the attack. Cool. Good? Satisfied? Well, thanks for letting us know. Well, then hopefully we can get some clues and go from there. That's 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 what I'm bringing to the table. Uh, the rest of you want to, you know, jump in and, and help out, you know. Well, I'm here on like uh, I'm not so, such a good like investigator. I'm definitely uh, the hired hand, so to speak. Always has been. Uh, I'm uh, always. <laughs> so that's true. Like the gunman, holy than he's ever been. Oh, sorry, I. I do the, the guns. I'm security detail, so to speak. The guns. Yeah, I, I know what you're good at. So, I just want to make sure, like, he thought that, like, there might be something going on, so I elevated to a level that I had to be prepared for. You should put your finger to an earpiece to be like, alright, he's almost in position, get ready to take him down. Oh, sorry, that wasn't anything. You knew him <laughs> I'm sorry, did you hear that? Uh, so... Get a suppressor on the slug for you. <laughs> I believe this is, uh, uh, not my forte. Right. I believe this is when our engineer friend is here to help us out. Almost, almost on cue, he makes it to the door at that point, and sort of steps over the rubble, sees you guys, and just kind of, like, looks around, gives you that same deadpan stare. That he always gives. Are we ready? My name's Dre. I'm... I didn't ask. He's not really much of a talker. Why not? I get just far. what happened to him? Yeah. What's the situation? What's the story? Eh, just not right now. Yes, we're ready. Proceed. Okay. Should take me about fifteen minutes to get the setup going, and then I'll need to calibrate for ratios and stuff like that. So 
Am I good to dig around while you're doing this? Do you need any? To your heart's content. Okay. He's going to make his way in, uh, and as he kind of, like, uh, comes up to the doors that lead back into the, uh, uh, the, uh, the back area where you found Braxis most of the time, um, he kind of, like, looks at the door, which has been damaged, uh, and to the point where it's been open, uh, in a, in a specific fashion, uh, kind of, like, observes it, and then, like, moves on. I'm gonna look at the door. So the door is technically closed. Uh, however, you're fairly certain that something very clean has cut a semicircle out of it. Huh. Huh. Wonder what that could be. Strange. So I'm just gonna start digging around in piles, okay. trying to find anything and everything. I'm, I'm going to be following the engineer, and I'm going to be as annoying as possible to him. I thought we all kind of just assumed that that's what you were doing. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Bert never really left. <laughs> could feel him. I'm going to head back to Ch- where Chackie worked mm-hmm. and look around there for any clues, ideas, okay. IDs. If you have any specifics that you want to check out, uh, I'll start with there and that might help your, your search. Um, but for the most part, um, I'll go ahead and start in the front area because that's where you guys are at. So go ahead and uh, uh, I'll have you go there and you're going to head towards the back area. So you'll make your way through the door and kind of any particular area that you're looking in back there? Uh, mostly his workstation and or wherever he took his breaks. The, the places that he spent the majority of his time. Ah, so that would actually be unknown to the group right now because they haven't looked through the entire facility. You've only seen this room. Um, but they're, uh, but at that same time, that's also sort of leading, because you haven't checked. Uh, there are places that you haven't been yet. So you remember mm, okay. that, the, that the, the, the front area is here, the main area is over here, and you're in one of the side rooms, which is an examination, and there's a couple more doors up here in the back right that you have not been in or seen the inside of. So at that point, I will start with where we have seen him every t- single time that we've been there, which is the examination room. Yeah, the main examination room. Okay, so we'll uh, hit you up first with a... Uh, uh, we're going to go with a perception check with a setback. While he's rolling that, I just want to mention that I uh, take my um, little drone, mm-hmm. um, my... Uh, what's it called? Recon, Recon remote. remote. And um, activate it, toss it out, and have it float up uh, quite high. And uh, on a kind of three-quarters view of uh, the side of the building, the corner of the building that I can't see. Fantastic. I'm going to let so you know. Watch Fuck your side. setback. Anyway, what's the difficulty? <laughs> <laughs> it was an average. <laughs> and if you try to oh, give me another one, fuck the other one, too. Oh yeah, dog. Oh, Abilities you never get to use, right? <laughs> I was like, oh, set I setbacks from environmental effects. I cool. Think that's going to be one success with five advantage. <laughs> okay. So the thing that you immediately Some pick up boy. on is that there are uh, uh, the front room. There's not much that comes out, like pops out at you, is super like dramatically important. Yeah. Um, for whatever reason, you definitely believe that the blast that hit this area, because you were here last time and you kind of recognized that whatever hit this place uh, had extreme force and extreme heat Mm -hmm. um, because of the blast marks and blast trails and the detritus and all that stuff. Um, You see that most of the force, energy, and heat funneled out of the damaged doors. 
So whatever happened took place on, on, the, uh, on the deeper side um, and has made its way uh, sort of funneled out that semicircle. And as you look at the semicircle closer, you notice that the edge is smooth of the circle. So whatever cut it, cut it with extreme precision or extreme heat enough that it kept the, it kept the wall yeah. um, very, very smooth. Uh, and there's a little bit of uh, melted metal like lip around the edge. Okay. Well, whoever attacked this place was professional. Like you don't get cuts like this. From Is it a like a lightsaber style cut? Because um, we've seen lightsabers cut through steel doors fair. before. Oh, that's fair. Um, so you haven't seen them cut through something like this. Uh, but it seems to be uh, slightly uh, it, it looks like it could be symptomatically a lightsaber as well okay. um, but it looks slightly different because you've never seen it cut through something this thick or this sure. thick before sure. um, so you kind of cut through like uh, or you've seen Zeke cut through like prefab doors yeah. which basically just like curled and crumpled and, and, and basically burnt away from the point the lightsaber was in it um, so I was also thinking the uh, the big steel doors in the makeshift med bay down at the rebel base because that was a pretty thick thick boy. Mm, yeah. See the, uh, he didn't the one that both Fur and I got stabbed through. Oh, actually, yeah. So um, it is uh, very symptomatic of a lightsaber cutting through okay. a, a heavy steel uh, door. Um, so uh, cutting through a, a door of that size takes time. And requires a uh, consistent pressure, um, so it's different uh, the cutting style. But since you've seen sure. it before, yes, it, it, in fact, stabbed you in the gut, so you are quite aware of it. <laughs> a, quite light, a lightsaber. Mm. I don't think about that. A lightsaber. Yeah, we've seen very similar cuttings, but this was a this was somebody who knew what they were doing and wanted to get it done quickly. I just I can't believe that the rebels would do this. Braxis was always a neutral party. That's a bit of a jump. Like after me, I could understand that, but after him, he 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 always kept up contact with them. Why do you think this is the rebels? It just it just seems unusual that somebody with a lightsaber would attack here, and the rebels were the ones who showed up here last time. I mean, I guess I'm jumping to conclusions. There are <clears throat> lightsabers are rare, but there are people with them. So I don't want to focus your attention too too narrowly. But I guess I, I'm not I'm giving anything productive here. The rebels and I, if you weren't clear, we're not on good terms. I think we got that much. Braxis didn't. didn't really agree with the politics that I had invested myself in or divested myself from I guess is the more appropriate way of putting it mm -hmm. but he stuck by me through it all so I uh, I owe him I find out those sons of bitches did something we'll get there I'll owe them too we'll get there there's nothing else in this front room so we should probably head on the back okay Anything in particular you want to look at, or do you just want to do a general look around? 
Uh, I'm just kind of generally, okay. generally looking. Go ahead and do a hard perception. Can I get three um, yellow? There's going to be two setbacks to this. Oh, no setbacks. Ah, okay. <laughs> you perceptive boy. And uh, hard. Hard, yes. So this place is a mess. Many of these, the uh, sort of like thin steel tables that were lined up here, and a lot of the the the, ta- the side tables used for um, medical treatments and mm-hmm. used for. Uh, autopsies and stuff like that have been warped to the point where they look like wilting flowers being pushed in the wind. If they are all still connected to the ground, much of the tile work has been ripped up just from force, it looks like. Can I identify where the source point of the energy dispersion came from? What was your uh, result? Uh, One success, one advantage. Or two success, one advantage. Two success, one advantage. Yes, so um, looking around, it looks like something either exploded from under the floor or hit the floor with a massive force. Okay. So uh, either way, it has left several crater-like explosive scores in the deep into the ground. Okay. Um, so it looks like it was multiple... Multiple points. Okay. Yeah. Uh, if you have explosives as a skill... Okay. Then, unfortunately, uh, what exactly... Well, explosives not a skill. Uh, knowledge warfare, then, would be allowed. No. Okay. Uh, unfortunately, you look at it, and you're just not quite sure what would make this kind of impact. Sure. Um, you've never heard of a power that does that. Um, so... And nothing else that kind of sticks out as far as where... Let's see... Um, Are there any charred remains of bodies? Yes. So you find several, most of which are little more than skeletons. Okay. Um, you find a couple that have been sort of like most of the way cleared of the center and towards the edge um, that have been blown to pieces. Um, there are There's very little cohesive grouping left. Um, you're not quite sure at a glance what those species and genders and all sure. sorts of stuff like that are, um, but you find at least three bodies. Okay. Um, are there any test tubes or anything like that around? Uh, it, um, not I'm, I'm literally just looking for something that I could keep a like sort of kind of sterile-ish sample from each of the bodies in um, have tested later. Go ahead later. and make a. Um, let's just do a hard perception check okay. um, uh, as you rifle through some of the, the shelving and shelving cabinets and stuff. And stuff. Like this is more of a luck roll than, than an actual find roll. That's uh, a no. No. Okay. That is a dead so, wash. A lot of the, the drawers have those plasteel coverings on them, so like you can see inside what, what's in there and how everything is organized. Those with the force have been shattered inward, and anything okay. at all breakable, as far as you found, is sure. completely gone. Then I will continue looking for other doors. Powderized, yeah. So there's two more doors in the back, and then there's the area, uh, the examination room on the right-hand side. Um... You know that uh, Sonata has a, a med kit that might have oh, that's something true. that you might be able to use. That's true. Yeah, bodies aren't going anywhere. It's all the dusty points. It's true. Mm-hmm. I'll go to the uh, first door. 
So as you guys uh, have kind of taken a moment to look around, you've kind of gathered a little bit of information. By this time, um, Zeke has begun pacing around the room, sort of like looking at things. You find that it's more like uh, uh, nervous than it's productive. Uh, so he, he doesn't seem to like actively like do much with anything or, or, or make any ends. Uh, but he'll like kick over a piece of rubble and he'll walk around and he'll kind of push something out of the way and kind of brush with his feet and he's just just constantly in motion kind of like trying to do something at all times uh, the engineer has uh, set up the, the, the crate and he started taking out several objects from there um, if you guys want to go ahead and make an average education check for, uh, go ahead you do that um, since you're in the area yeah, both of you can an average what? Education? Education. Yeah. Yeah. I get one purple. Nope. That's a nope. Nope. Yep. Neat. Uh, so you are able, you're looking at this, and they appear to be modified hollow communicators. So it pulls out small little discs that have definite wires popping out and different alterations that happen to it. Messy, quick, but solid looking. Uh, and he begins to uh, go around the room, and as you kind of like doing your, your looks around, he has begun to stick them up at angles all around the uh, the, the clinic, sort of in a full... Uh, so there's like one basically from like most compass uh, angles, and then a little bit more. Uh, and then out of the box he takes, um, unfortunately uh, you might be able to recognize it, um, you were the only one who actually saw it, but he takes the head of the droid that you mm. guys had peeled up off of the floor earlier, and he closes the crate, and he sets it down. And the head is sort of like in, like, you know, like one of those Christmas tree stands, like the green ones with, like, the wires popping in and stuff like that? His neck is basically, like, in one of those, <laughs> fastened in, and it appears to have, like, a computer base to it, um, which he immediately kind of, like, plugs in and powers up. And then continues to go about like setting stuff up. I'm gonna pull out my recon remote and basically just set it to scan the entire area, so that we've just got a record of how most of the stuff was. Perfect. Yeah, um, it's uh, recon remotes aren't really like video recorders, but they'll just be a you, series like, a of stills, video, yeah, uh, or a panoramic shot of the whole area. Um, and. Uh, Basically, like it's staging a house where it goes into a room, takes a 360, moves to a different corner, takes a 360, and then does that for each of the rooms as we go. So as you guys are kind of like making your way in, you're kind of starting to trail in deeper, and you're starting to kind of make your way across the room as you're like looking at the bodies and taking some time. Um, Zeke is doing his his rounds, but uh, while he doesn't look up and doesn't like physically engage you... um, he is going to uh, sort of like call over his shoulder as he like kicks like a piece of like um, something that's like stuck to the floor, and he's like, "I'm surprised you guys are so quiet." And he's going to like kind of like keep kicking it until it like kicks loose, and then like mission accomplished, like moves on to something else. What is there to talk about? I don't know. I thought the whole one of the whole reasons we were going to meet up, besides looking for Braxis, was so I could answer your guys' questions, but not really the time. Well, I mean, we have a few minutes. Let's save it for later. I'm, or at least I'm busy. Yeah. Keep moving around, kicking rubble. So when did you arrive on this planet? Oh, boy. 
What? You said it's a time for questions. Right. So, when did you arrive on this planet? Is that relevant? Look, you said he was okay to ask ask questions. Fine, Uh, I'm not sure. Like, almost a decade ago. Alright, some time. You have a wife, kid somewhere? No. Why are you, like, offended by my, my questions? I didn't... This wasn't, like, get to know each other question time. This was, like, why were the Rebel Alliance after you? Do you want to tell us why the Rebel Alliance is after you? Well, what, after me or you? Both. I'm now sure. curious. Okay. <laughs> See, that's what I'm here No, no, for. no, no, but it sounds like that's what you just really want to tell us. I don't. In a roundabout, a roundabout way. Well, you I'm don't? curious, and now I will start this line of questioning. You've no, opened... I... I... It's, he, he doesn't want to tell us. He, yeah, he did. He doesn't. Not anymore. We don't need to know anymore. It's he okay. Huffs loudly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he does. So who's after you? Jesus. The Rebel Alliance. He just told us. But he doesn't want to tell us why. Yeah, the why is the problem. Who else? Duarte. I don't know who that is. It's fine. It's better that way. <laughs> Why are they after you? The Rebel Alliance or Duarte? Collective them. Well, it's different reasons. But then I want both reasons. No. He doesn't want to tell you. Then why did he open up for questions? Because he... This is the worst... I'm going to go through the first door on the other first side. First door on the right brings you over to a, uh examination area. This is where you saw uh, a ghost body when you first mm. came in. And as you kind of look up, you kind of have that memory of, like, it laying out on the slab there, but it's currently empty. And remember that you got a report from, uh, from Braxis earlier that his body had been basically reclaimed. That somebody had come in and said, oh, it's time's up, taking the body, going to go do stuff with it now. Uh, and it had been removed from his, uh, his oversight. So hmm. it's no longer on site. Anything else in that? That area again, just doing a general search. Yeah, uh, go ahead and make an average perception check. Can I get the three yellow and two two parts? You should do it. Do it. Yes. Okay. There's another body in here uh, that has not been blown to pieces, mm. um, but looks like it had been blown into the area, uh, and most of the body is charred. Um, there's like a little bit of what looks to be some kind of either like uh, ceramic or things like that um, that might have been armor or might have been gear or might have been something that was on the body that has basically melted to what's left of the skeleton in that area um, but it is unrecognizable but it looks uh, like it's more whole is it in a position that it looks like it was prone on a table when the event happened or does it look like it's a person that got, like, blown away onto a thing. I don't know what check would be really relevant for that, but I will say that... Uh, it's either it's medicine from, or perception. Um, oh, if it's, I think perception is the one that fits, and since you already succeeded, um, it looks like somebody may have been blown into the room. Okay. If you were looking for an either-or, it's closer to was blown into the room rather than was on a nearby table. Okay. Uh, any... I'm going to roll them over to where presumably the side that wasn't directly hit by the blast is. Any insignias, gear, packs? No. 
personally. Uh, it looks like most of what was on him after being blown out of the room was subjected to super high heats. Okay. And uh, it's burned or melted. You 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 find like a belt buckle. Um, it's very any initials. There's nothing in there. I'm trying here. Wouldn't that be great? um, But uh, they definitely uh, seem to be uh, male. uh, Okay. You can kind of get from the frame and stuff like that. Um, And uh, that's about it. Any any jewelry? Why more jewelry? Except for the stuff that you kind of find, like like I said, melted to certain parts. There's really no metallic stuff left. Um, One thing you... Uh, I'd say the, actually one of the biggest thing that sticks out is that um, around its head, there's a lot of that melted material, as if they were wearing like a helmet or something. Sure. Like that, so. Anybody uh, good at identifying melted helmets? Specialized skill, I know. <laughs> I've fought a lot of things. I'll take a look at it. See if you can tell me where this guy's from. All right. What am I rolling? Uh, so... This is going to be a hard lore check. Alright. We've got the destiny points. You might as well. Uh, I will as well. I am also going to inflict a setback. Based off of your... Based off of conversational points that have come up in the past... I don't know what that could mean. I know, right? <laughs> it means fuck you. I wash okay. with four threat. You do not recognize it. Uh, it looks like something in my past uh, has eluded my mind. What does that even mean? I don't know. He doesn't know. I don't know what it is. You want to take a look? I can give it a shot. I'm not really good at identifying specific helmets, but sure. What am I doing? Uh, it's a hard door check. Oh, cool. I don't have that, but whatever. We're gonna make it work. Make it work. Do I still get the same setback, or? Um... Uh, no. Okay. Yeah, I fucking do it. Okay. You recognize uh, the coloration more than you recognize the shape, because the shape is basically gone. Uh, You recognize that you have seen this helmet before, uh, and that it was specifically a member of the Inquisition. It's our favorite people! The Inquisition. What? Yeah, the coloration, did you see it? He's going to storm into the room. I'm like going to like... He's gonna like get down and he's gonna like grab it and he's basically like like rip it out of place where it's at and he's gonna start like manhandling it. There's not much shape left, but you can tell by the coloration. Uh, so probably he seems to like be squeezing it, but he doesn't seem to have like the hand strength to like it matter. He hates it, but there's no direction. And he just kind of like just slams it back onto the ground. He's like. And he's gonna storm back out to the room. He's gonna look at. He's gonna start looking at the rest of the bodies, like looking to see if there's like other 
pieces of like melted bodies, and he's gonna like dismiss each in turn as he kind of like goes around. Doesn't look like any of the other bodies have any of the similar okay. makeup. So, uh, next room. So the next room is uh, the door is badly damaged, but you might be able to force it open. Yeah, I'll do that. Uh, so go ahead with a uh, average strength check. Ron, roll athletics. One of those terms. <laughs> can, can, I, can I get three greens and two perps from somebody? I will assist you. I appreciate you. Dane, out of curiosity, have any of the bodies that they've found been silhouette zero? Well, that's me assisting you. My oh. skill is better. But a lot. Uh, that's a whole lot of wash. You wash a lot. Okay. So the door, uh, whatever happened to it, blew it off its track. So you try to pull it, and you're just not strong enough. Hey, Zeke. Can you come cut this door? What? Can you cut this door? Come release some of that seething anger you have. Oh, my gosh. It's not a master key. Let the hate flow through you. What is not a master key? It's a yes or no. Are you going to do it or not? Only because I want to see if Braxis is behind this door or not. As do I. That's why I want the door open. He's going to walk over and he'll pull out from uh, underneath. I hope he stabs Braxis. One of the folds of clothing and gently he's going to ignite the golden blade of his lightsaber. And he's just going to gently put like the very (laughs) edge of the blade into the door. Just enough that it cuts in. And he's going to quickly do a, a large rectangle that has almost zero resistance to the blade. I really hope Braxis is back there and he's just like, couldn't get through the door because it was jammed. I'm so hungry. I thought someone would be here sooner. (laughs) (laughs) What took you guys so long? It's been four days. Um, That's where Ghost's body is. It's just half eaten. God damn, that's gross. That's a no from me, Um, though. So as soon as the the rectangle is complete, uh, uh, Zeke is going to do just a slight, like, like, come-hither gesture, and he's basically going to pop that rectangle off the door um, with the force, and he's going to gently set it aside and and post it against the wall. What the fuck? Oh. What? He doesn't know. The lightsaber didn't, uh... Well, that's bad news for him. Didn't, didn't do it for you? What's uh-huh. up? <laughs> Bye, friend. <laughs> what? You're looking a little nervous. Bye, what? Friend. Yeah? What was? Ask your question. What? What? what well, I did! What the fuck? That's an expletive. What's What's the question? Fuck! <laughs> fuck? I'm honestly... He, he's, he's happily fuck? surprised. <laughs> Sadly taken by himself. I'm gonna look inside the door. Inside, uh, you find a storage closet. Hmm. Um, you find uh, several different boxes and things like that. That uh, he likely is where he kept like a lot of his bulk, um, like reserves. And stuff is there like, like a shipment log? Shipment log. Um, you usually have like order transcripts and manifests for what would be bulk bulk orders. What's been ordered recently? There might recently. be documents in there uh, of that nature, but it would depend on what you were looking for of whether or not it was the right stuff. I'm looking for all documents of that nature. Just looking there for drugs. Okay. I'm going to just kind of scan through them and, and look for uh, recent incoming orders that have uh, recently been delivered. Uh, at a glance, you can see that he gets regular supply shipments from Imperial Command. 
Is there like a manifesto of like what those are? Yeah, uh, pretty basic stuff. Uh, a lot of like uh, antiseptics, uh, a lot of like um, power packs, a lot of um, uh, tools, um, some uh, different like different chemicals and things like that. I'm gonna look for anything that I think might be useful for the agenda. As far as like hard to come by stuff that might have some red tape, uh, I don't really expect there to be a lot. But just if there's anything that happens to like catch my eye, I would normally be looking for drugs. But the, he deals with dead people, so there's not really a lot of drugs. Yeah. Is it all fluid? <laughs> yeah. Oh joy. <laughs> Go ahead. Let, and let me just that. snort that embalming fluid. <laughs> um, no, so- no, it's an injector. There's very little in the way of medical supplies, but there might be things like, um, like a bone saw, or there might be things mm, like okay. um, uh, sheeting, and there might be stuff like antiseptics, and there might be um, like this is like the 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 workhouse. I post the uh, the the MSD on the inside of the door, and like all of the cleaning stuff that I wipe up glop with is in here and stuff like that. Is there a Com line that we have that is to the medical facility at the uh, at the agenda. No, you either have personal comms or you have the front desk. Okay, I'm going to call the front desk and ask if they would patch me through to the medical bay. Uh, one second. Thank you. There's a, a short a short time, and you kind of hear <clears throat> yes. Direct nice. Hey, uh, it's the heavy, like, what's whoa. going on? We're like, yes. Everyone's dead. We need you here now. <laughs> hey, Grace. Uh, was wondering, I'm just going to start rattling off stuff off the list. Uh, any of this uh, stuff that you could use? What is happening? I, I'm asking if you need supplies. Hey, are you calling? Who are you calling? I heard he said, hey, Grace. I didn't hear that. Oh, well. Listen with Grace. Grace. Um, she will respond with uh, several cases of the chemicals um, and say that um, she can always use more of that. Sounds good. Mm-hmm. Uh, most of it's cleaning supplies. Uh, a lot of like Wound super cleaning heavy... supplies. No. God, no. <laughs> this is specifically stuff that's like designed to melt genetic material that's mm. stuck to stuff. Yep. Like, it's like, the hardcore shit. Yeah. Like, put it Make in bodies bath. disappear. Yeah, like, put it in the bathtub. After I stitch you back Lie. together... I'm going to pour this all over the slab that you were on and get rid of any sign of you type of thing. Makes sense. Makes sense. You were never here. (laughs) This guy's struggling. I don't know why. But what? I'm honestly surprised you guys didn't keep a secret. What secret? There are so many people looking for you. Yes. I mean, he's worth so much money. You are worth... <laughs> I'm not going to say it. Uh, what is the bounty on your head? That is the least important thing right now. No, it's I'm, not. I was just curious. <laughs> it is absolutely not. Rio, it's 100% not important. On, but uh, if he tries to turn Zeke in, you need to let us know so we can get the fuck out. <laughs> uh, are you going to help me with this? I'm going to start... Hand on boxes. No? I, I, what, what are we doing? 
Just, like, put it over there. Why? Because Grace needs it. For what? Uh, I don't know. Grace things. Are we getting paid for it? I don't know. Sure as fuck hope so. It's a nice thing to do. Do you do nice things? I'm hoping it's going to clear Sonata's debt and maybe get us a little bit of favor. Sonata doesn't have any debt. <laughs> you got some emotional so... debt. <laughs> we went to the same place. <laughs> some emotional <laughs> When he finally gets his legs unbroken, he will have that. <laughs> Maybe this will take the edge off. No, I won't. Fuck you. So you good now, or are we, are we still harping on the fact that he's got a bounty on his head? I mean, to be fair, I'm pretty sure we all have bounties on our heads, except I don't know if you do or not. I'm... Well, <laughs> you have to know where Cass is. Yeah, nobody, nobody knows what Cass looks yeah, like, so... Who Cass is? Uh, <laughs> this shady dude! Uh, <laughs> like half of this I, pile of trash! Yeah. Wanted. <laughs> it's <laughs> unlikely that I have known him. Oh, well, you should take better jobs. Did you see the killer? I did. He was of average height, and he had sort of an average haircut, and he had sort of an average face, and wore average clothing. Great, thank you. Okay. <laughs> we'll get right on that. We're gonna throw that big gun and said little words. <laughs> We're gonna throw that in a bit of uh, cold case. Mysterious stranger killings. Right. There's a lot of those. <laughs> you guys gonna uh, do anything else specific before engineer guy does his thing? I think it's just up to him at this point. Unless he's gonna I've, try I've to check everything that. Well, are you? What? I don't think that's a good plan. That's how well, strategically, dies. it's against me. Yes. True. So if I was going to act on it, now would not be the time, regardless. Can we just Very agree true. that you're not going to? I think that's a safe assumption at the moment. No. But do I have to assume, or can you just tell me? Do you want the answer? I do. Okay. I haven't thought that far yet. <laughs> would you please get that part of the process out of the way? We'd have to come out. Have to come after you. I'd have to think about how to do it first. Come on, but you know my credits are good. Your credits? I've never skipped out on a paycheck before. So I'm getting paid for being here. If you've been paid by me in the past, is this one of those treated times? you right? Ooh. Ooh, we've done some jobs. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just asking: Is this one of those those times? Am I under a contract? Well, did you sign a contract? Why are you gesturing to them? <laughs> are you under a contract? Mm, no. No. Okay. We're just we here were, because we you were enjoy tasked their company? to task employers. What? You're just here because you enjoy their company? No, I'm here because I have not received payment for the first job. Which the Obsidian agenda has been taken care of. Yes. Why does well, that make you... But I will not sever ties with the group until I've received payment for that job. That's a really weird policy. Really, to be fair, he's filling in for fur while he sits in a back to tank, so... Mm. We needed the muscle. Mm. You find a window above right? <laughs> Into... <laughs> to oh. be honest, Redemption is probably the one who's best suited to fight Zeke. <laughs> Zeke has had a history of not being great at deflecting blaster bolts. Uh, he also has a shotgun that's not a blaster. <laughs> Reflect more. So what's Ginger Doggo? <laughs> Is Ginger Doggo ready? Uh, so he begins to uh, kind of like type away up the head no, after all of the different uh, <laughs> displays are up. 
It's going to be bright for a moment. Brace yourself. And he's I going to calmly. trigger a couple things. And uh, at the same time, several different sort of like angular webs of light are going to split from all of the points that he put up on the wall. And they're all going to kind of shine down at the same time. Immediately, the room is just bathed in blocky 3D pixels that just kind of wash over everything. And there's jarring, um, messed up, uh, sort of like um, just really, really janky audio, just kind of like blasting all of a sudden. Uh, And you can just barely, through the booming like bass, hear a very distorted voice uh, it ends where it all begins. And then it repeats itself again and again and again, and then it shuts off. The whole thing shuts down. That's ominous. Also, not really helpful. Sorry, I need to recal- uh, recalibrate real quick. And he goes back down and starts readjusting the device. You got 15. this one, champ. It's going to be another 15 minutes. Surely be a few. I'm going to guess that someone's comms were on during that. Yeah, I've left mine. <laughs> yeah. and gonna, I've left mine. I would on. like to know if uh, that voice is similar to a voice we've heard before. Oof, uh, this is going to be a, um, this is really distorted audio, so it is going to be perception check. Alright, flip that. Daunting. Uh, that's not going to really improve my odds that much. I'm just going to take a stab at it. I'll take Ooh, there's a, a bunch of dice in there. Three more purples. No, daunting is four? Four. Yeah, four. Two more purples. No. Oh, no. I can't see. What's this? Uh, ooh. Nice. I just, just don't make it. One success, one threat. One success, one threat. You think it might be Jackie? He thinks that, or I think that? Oh, who succeeded? You. Oh, then, yeah. (laughs) You think it might be Jackie. I'm going to take a stab at it as well. Okay. That's a lot of blank bad dice. Uh, so that's going to be. <clears throat> do, do, do. That's going to be two success, three advantage, and a triumph. God damn. So yeah, not only do you boy. know that it is Chacky, but you can also kind of like get a sense of just how like the audio was twisted in order to get to that point. So there's like, you know, the ups and downs and the lefts and rights of like sound waves and shit like that. We're like, whoa. No, that's 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 definitely him, but you've definitely fucked up the, the audio really bad. It's Jackie. <clears throat> After listening to it, thinking on it, they distorted the audio. It's, it's very distorted, but it's definitely Jackie. Where is it playing from? Severed droid head? No. The okay. audio is linked into all of the displays, so you can get... Uh, well, I'm on the roof. Oh, so I'm, yeah. I'm just, not You're just room. talking to yourself. So. Yeah. yeah. He doesn't know the conversation. Yeah. The droid head. Mm-hmm. Well, that would make sense. The, the droid that was there? Yes. I no. assume so. Yeah, that explains mm. distortion. That thing was beat that hell. <clears throat> Do so, I, did I hear any other voices? No, any... it, was, it was... The audio was so fucked up that it was basically just like a spray of, of probably sounds that didn't actually exist, 
but were were uh, the frequencies were just so jumbled that it sounded like static and stuff like that. Um, after a few moments of tacking back on, um, the uh, the lights kind of come back in. They're a little bit more co cohesive, um, and instead of it being kind of like a jumble of pixels everywhere, it's sort of like a cloud, kind of in front of you. Um, and he continues to like mess with a couple of settings, uh, which causes the pixels to like shift and move and kind of reform over and over again as he kind of like messes with he's the calibrating the, the, the it. Yeah, he's, he's calibrating the both the, the picture and the audio to be um, a accurate overlay. Um, at a certain point, he gets it almost even. Uh, where you suddenly start to see shapes take form, mm -hmm. where they kind of look like uh, tables. So like where uh, the, the bent dead flowers of, the, of the, the explosive force are, there's kind of like a flat kind of scraggly plane there. Mm -hmm. And then you hear another voice, a little bit distorted again, but enough that you can actually hear the words, and you hear recording mode initiated, sir. And then in front of the head, where the, um, the the head is currently sitting, you see another figure sort of like halfway in the floor, um, kind of like shimmer into existence in front of it. Uh, and it was like leaning forward as if to touch something. And so his hands look like they're actually going into the crate. Uh, and then they lean back. Um, there's a, a momentary pause in the audio and the in the video where um, he does one more quick calibration, which then brings it back up to normal. And you see kind of like the ghostly silhouette of, as you recognize him, uh, Chuck Brightus, uh, standing in front of the head. They're kind of like looking over it now, but, um, but whole. And you can see that he's kind of wearing like, he's not wearing his normal like lab outfit. It's almost as if he's wearing like, uh, kind of like a, like a, a sleeping robe, not like a Jedi robe, but like like he had thrown something up over his shoulders and he's kind of moving hurriedly as he's doing something to what you would assume was the droid in front of him. Pajamas and a, a bathrobe? Yeah, basically that, yeah. <clears throat> so, the message plays out as such. Hey, you, I don't know if you're going to get this or not, but uh, I've got company. The worst possible kind. Suddenly he jumps, uh, as if started by a sound that doesn't translate through the speakers. However, you do notice that he looks back over his shoulder towards the door, and you see the phantom after image of a door sitting up there where there's now currently a hole. And along the outer edge of the hole, you see... A burst of pickle of pickles. Pickles. Of pickles. Pickles. Burst of pickles. Hashtag burst of pickles. Hashtag burst of pickles. Clip it. I'm pickle rig. <laughs> Suddenly I'm pickle sprout rig. from the bottom edge of it and slowly begin to climb its way through the full circuit. <laughs> now listen closely, this is important. We did everything right. There's no way this is on you. By the force, there was no way they could know what we were doing. Uh, as you're sort of like watching this happen, you can see Zeke kind of like take his gauntlets and kind of like grab his face and ask as if just like as he's hearing this voice, which could very well be of a dead man right now. He is just like tortured by hearing it. Uh, I'm sure you're going to come up with a new plan, and 
you know, just a suggestion, but maybe try not to piss off a certain group. Maybe they'll help you out with it. But uh, that's on you. You can see his, he, uh, his eyes keep darting back and forth between um, like the, 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 what would be the droid in front of him, the point of perception. And as uh, he's talking, Zeke kind of like steps over, so it's almost as if they're looking at each other and talking and sharing this kind of like moment between time. As he kind of like uh, looks back and looks and, and uh, turns back to the screen, you can see that he's visibly shaking, uh, as if he is uh, he's he's definitely uh, trying to hold it together. But you can just see that there's just terror on his visage. Um, on that note, if you do see our friends, let them know that I did what they asked and uh, tell them it all ends where it began. And you can recognize that audio cue, but act like as it's supposed to yeah. have been. Before he can see any more, before he can say any more, there's a retching of abused metal that fills the speakers. Finally, it translates through the speakers. Finally, you can hear what's happening, and you can just see the door like bending off of the circle that was cut, and basically then like thump in with it with with uh, extreme force as it falls forward into the chamber. Uh, as this happens, and the dust is kind of kicked up from the from the cinders that are left from the door. Braxis scrambles away from the point uh, by the droid um, and makes his way over to the middle of the room, kind of like as if presenting himself to the open door. And you can see him kind of like, like get up in a uh, in like a sort of a defensive posture, but like indignant. But it's it's translating very poorly, and you get the sense that Braxis was not much of a uh, <laughs> of a deceptive character, defiant but shaken. Yes, uh, so. He's like, doing like his best for being someone who is like three feet tall and wearing a bathrobe right now. So, real menacing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. As he stares through the hole, you can kind of see that the picture itself does not go past the uh, the doors, as if the hologram ends where the perception is. So you can't see what's on the other side of it. Um, however, you do hear Chaki say, y- "You know, I make house calls, right?" There's no need for High Command to come all the way down to my humble establishment. And as he says this, three figures glide into the room. Squirrel. And you kind of, for most of you, get a sense of deja vu. Who uh, You two have had almost this exact same situation happen before. Where uh, two helmeted figures and one hooded figure stalks through the hole in the door into the chamber. The figure in the center is wearing that same gray and black uniformed armored robes with the sort of like layered plate that goes all the way up the arms and flares out at the shoulders, um, sort of in a regal fashion. And he stands with his hands behind his back, completely at ease with the situation, as if uh, everything is going, uh, the entire day is going his way. Uh, however, the two figures that are helmeted next to him seem coiled and ready and kind of like looking at all the corners as if they're like they're like like predators, like dogs ready to pounce on something. And they kind of like stalk around looking left and right. He's kind of getting a feel for the area. Kind of like you've you've probably actually recognized, uh, you wouldn't be there, but uh, you uh, you've recognized the same behavior in Cass before, maybe not as overt, mm-hmm. but the checking for exits, checking for yep. uh, hidden dangers, things like that. Uh, professional um, uh, casing the entire area before they, they engage, so to speak. And you hear this soft, smooth, confident voice translate through the speaker's nonsense. 
as this is all playing, the recon remote's going to be taking some pictures of this scene. Mm-hmm. Um, as the recon remote drifts over there, you notice that Zeke, too, has drifted over there. Um, and he almost kind of, like, steps into the picture, and he is trying to get, like, a look at what's going on, too, and he kind of, like, steps up besides the Phantom Chackie with, like, a weird amount of respect for the for the, 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 space. the Phantom, the space that this hologram is currently taking. But he's, like, staring over Chackie into the face, the smug grin of Lord Inquisitor Duarte. And you can see him clearly as he kind of makes his way closer into the room. I know well enough how dutiful you are and how busy you've been. You've done a lot of good work for the Imperial Garrison and uh, some of the other denizens of this fair city. Even with the amount of limited resources that you're allotted, uh, I hear nothing but good things about how you, how you do. Even uh, heard that you put in for a promotion. And you just kind of like see uh, Chaki kind of like look up and down and kind of like but doesn't respond, like, doesn't give the, the, the affirmation back. Um, but he does, however, defiantly kind of raise his chin and say, a lot of people need help around here, and I just help whoever I can. If you've got a complaint with the budget, I assure you that I've got the full backing, and immediately the Duarte's hand goes up. And you see both Braxis and Zeke recoil at the same time, as if expecting someone to be launched across the room. It's like a universal instinct in both of them, where they kind of get defensive, but nothing happens. No. There's such a tone of finality in what he says that it kind of like sucks the air out of the room. Um, And he kind of like... As his hand is up, he kind of puts it down and he kind of like looks left and looks right and for a moment, for the briefest moments, you feel like he is looking directly at each of you. Somehow, some way, it feels just for that that brief moment before your, your conscious mind quells it as impossible. He looks just like and takes stock of everyone in the room. I'm not here about how you conduct your business. It's with whom. Praxis doesn't respond for a beat. Um, but to his credit, he keeps up a pretty good poker face. He um, maintains the look uh, and doesn't retreat from the uh, from the confidence that is just exuding out of Duarte. Um, as if he, he expects a question after a moment or two, uh, he almost supplies to Duarte, if someone comes through my doors ble- bleeding or beaten, I'll heal them, no questions asked. It's not my job to weed out who's a criminal and who's not. That's on you. And he seems just way to go, little fuzzy creature. Like, you, you, you talked back to the, to the big scary Inquisitor, and uh, it would be uh, adorable if it die. wasn't for the, the just pure danger that was present in what's, what was happening in front of you. An all-too-pleasant half-smile you can just see just beneath the hood creeps across the Inquisitor's face. Why, you're correct. But didn't you know, aiding and abetting a known terrorist makes you an accomplice? Now tell me, where is Zikato? There is a harsh, cold silence that seems to run through the room, both past and present, as you can just see, like, something in both Zeke and, and, and Raxus just, like, goes out. Like, there is some small hope 
small defiance, and it just seems to have been taken away in that moment. Uh, those that, uh, that, that look can see uh, that there's a, a, a brief shaking in Zeke's hands as he clutches his gauntlets tight enough that there's the sound of metal on metal. I, and before Chaki can even finish a sentence, Duarte shoots his hand off to the side and uh, says, if you say I don't know, my friend over here will take a piece of you. And one of the figures ignites his lightsaber. And you can see, you can't see the color of it, but you can see the dark blade pulsing in the holographic blue lights as he slowly kind of takes a a sideways step around some of the tables to come in basically from the side. And you hear, uh... Okay, <laughs> You hear Chucky, and like, okay. But I have a question. And do you see kind of that amuses Duarte and he says, go ahead. How are you so sure I know anything about what you're talking about. And you just see the half-smile on uh, Duarte's face kind of suddenly split into a full grin as if he was just waiting for this moment. And he says, I'm surprised you uh, are so trusting. It took us forever to to track you down until uh, I had a little bit of help. What are you talking about? Well, those mercenary friends of yours, they led me straight to you. Yeah, we did. Huh? <laughs> Boy, that's going to go over real well. Yep. Simply put, you've been betrayed. Those greedy oh-so-predictable mercenaries said that they were after his bounty. And so, in exchange, they they, uh, told me exactly where to find you. So, why don't you give up, Zikato, and we'll make this clean. Did we I can't remember if we did or not. <laughs> I can't remember if we did I, I or not. I legitimately like, have we, no idea. It could go either way. <laughs> it sounds like something we might have done. It sounds like something we might have done in the moment. I think we questioned him about that to try and get him off the trail of what we were doing. Yeah. I think that's it. So you yeah. see but I don't Zeke think we gave him info. And Braxis once again, as if twin souls of the same like person, you can just see all like defiance, all of Zeke's bluster, all of his posturing, like just kind of like slides down. And it's just like just they they lose that structure to everything they're doing. And you can just see that Chaki just looks down at the ground, just crestfallen, all poker face gone. Like he he just gives it up at that point. And uh he whispers just barely audibly, you're lying, but there's no conviction to it. It's, there, to him, it all makes sense. You can just see, like, 
there's the only, that's the only way they could have found me. That's the only way that this could have played out this way. And you can see he's buying into everything that Duarte is saying. Now, what kind of friend would you be to keep them from their paycheck? And you see, as he kind of like pushes it just a little bit further, Braxis's brow like twitches and then comes down into a furrow, and he just kind of. You can see anger in him, and it's just not impressive, you know, in his frame. But there's something kind of large about what he's got, what he's what he's displaying. There's uh, like a moment of like desperation that goes into sort of like an acceptance, and there seems to be a, a solidity to that that kind of like puts back in his frame. You think you're so smart. And Duarte kind of like looks up like, oh, you've got more in you, do you? It's like, if you knew anything about Sigatel and I, know that we're always one step ahead of you. And you can just see that like, there's a little bit more like, of like teeth showing now from Duarte, but there's the slightest hint of like a, kind of like a, a twitch in his lip. And, like... Like, I've got you. Like, like you know, give I've up I've got you. Game. Don't fucking take this from me. Don't you fucking take it from me. And you, uh... It's mine. You kind of see him, like, fumble once, trying to reach into his pocket, and then, like, this time get it, and he pulls something out of his pocket. And you can kind of see, like, Duarte kind of, like, lean back, and he's like, what is that? And at this point, Braxis has, like, no more, no more banter left in him, no more bluster. He just flicks his thumb up and pops a cap off of it. And you just see an immediate reaction from all three of them. You see the two on the side, one with a lightsaber and one not. You're like, no, get him! And they jump forward, and there's just the other hand reaches out with the claws, and both of them stop midair. And you can see them both, like, retch and kind of, like, grab for their throat as they're lifted about a foot off the ground, and then you see... and then everything goes white. And there's nothing but static left. I'm uh, up and moving, and uh, shedding all my stuff, and I'm making my way to the door. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to do it real quietly, but fast. There's drop a, down, drop down, go in. There's a moment as you are doing this, and you're like shedding, and you're making your way, and uh, you're you're kind of like beeline to the door, like shit. This isn't good. This isn't good. This isn't good. And you're coming over to the ledge, and you're gonna and you hop down. Basically, as you see him kind of like start to cross the street, and as you do, there's this strange rumbling like a kind of grating sound, and several of the pieces that had been set aside from the door suddenly tumble down over the front of it. Large posts of metal, piping, all sorts of stuff kind of falls in a pile in front of it. There is... What was that? Just the most harrowing silence in the room. 
the the static isn't helping anything. It's making it even more ominous. And Ziku is standing in this like pool of pixels and is just kind of like looking down. He just kind of like reaches up and he just clips the ha- the, the the clasp of his cloak off and it just falls down over him into a pile underneath the pixels. We have something to discuss. And there is murderous calm in his voice as he slowly pulls out a familiar looking hand. And that's where we're going to end it tonight. You son of a bitch. We're going to die. <laughs> he goes first. I'm just saying. I stabbed myself with two stim packs before the end of the session. <laughs> I'm gonna have to go back and rewatch. I, 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 I was say, can't I remember. Literally, if you did have do no that idea. Or not. I remember. Do, do you want spoilers? I don't I think. Watched. I don't think the past is a spoiler. Well, Hanjo <laughs> has a really bad habit of remembering important details, and it oftentimes is hugely influential on how things play out. Sure. But specifically in one of the past sessions, which I did watch today, and I watched multiple times to make sure I got this correct. We, we should we should talk about this off off stream for oh. people that don't want to that don't want to. Already, then. So no. Well, then I guess we can do that. We'll, we'll leave but people in the dark that want to be in the dark. If you don't want to be in the dark, check out the podcasts. Episodes. Yep. So if you want to figure that out, follow along the podcast. Uh, you can find it at most places where podcasts are up. Don't stack prison. Hunt for the Ripper. And uh, find out how these people got to the place that they're at. And uh, try to just just absorb a little bit of confidence that they've been in bad situations before and somehow tumbled out of it mostly intact. Hopefully this is one of those times. You get the two... Yeah, no. We'll, we'll see. Like, okay. short we'll of, see. Short of him, I think you're, what, our top damage dealer, then Dradesh right now, and then me. And two of us are outside. <laughs> cool. So that's it. So, thank you wow. again for joining us. It's been one heck of a of a time. We've been building up to it. Uh, consequences from past sessions catching up. And uh, nice way to go, guys. So we are done. No and uh, no pencil. We'll see you tomorrow night. We're gonna see you tomorrow night for our fifth edition Fallout. King's Ransom with our good old boy over there, Nick, playing the Vault Master. Because we're all about those creative names. Yeah. Yeah. So thank you again. Hope you enjoyed. And uh, see you tomorrow night, 5.30 Pacific Standard Time. Be right here. Come hang out. Have a good time. Have a good night. We will see you tomorrow. Hit that button. Diceboard.com. Buy dice. Dump statue. Free shipping. (laughs) Bye. (laughs)